I see the red light, which means we are live. We are back with another episode of the Wrestling Realm Now podcast. And we have a lot to get into tonight. We have the backlash fallout. We have the tournament for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And guess what? We have the return of Brother Hugh. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Himself right after this. Let's go. Houston, we have a problem. Yes! Welcome to the Wrestling Realm Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, you can watch all of our Wrestling Realm content anytime on YouTube.com slash The Wrestling Realm. I am your host, the realness himself, the real Dwayne Allen. He is your host, Brother Hugh, has the third, H to the H to the S, T to the H to the yeah. E, to the R to the D, back in the building. He is your host, Brian yeah. H. Waters, the Jack Daddy himself, and he is just, he is also your host, the Belt King. Brandon, the guy, guy. You can follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wrestling Realm, two Ws. Like, subscribe, and engage in a conversation with us. You can also stream and download all of our audio content on Anchor, Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And you can watch and subscribe to our Twitch channel at The Wrestling Realm. See how smooth that was? I just got all the way through that. You know what? I'm going to keep going. I'm just, I'm going to just breeze right through it. Guess what? If you want to shop The Wrestling Realm, Head over to WrestlingRum.com where you can support the brand. You can be a part of the brand. You can get the famous now proud wrestling fan t-shirts. You can get Wrestling Realm merchandise, the basic stuff, the new stuff. We got all kinds of stuff, including mugs, including hoodies, all types of stuff. Anything Wrestling Realm related, head over to WrestlingRum.com. We just released a brand new set of t-shirts. We have a lot of different things that you can get into. So if you want to support the brand and be a part, not to mention, look at this. This is something we just came up with. Our new wrestling room merch for the fall and winter. Look, it dropped in 22, so it's available now. So head over to wrestlingrealm.com where you can find all of our wrestling realm merchandise. Not to mention, we ask you to subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm for all exclusive uh bonus material and exclusive shows. 
not only by myself, Brian H. Waters, the real Dwayne Allen, and Brandon, the guy guy. We have a lot of content coming soon to our Patreon. You can subscribe for just as low as a dollar a month. Head over to patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm to subscribe for all of our exclusive shows and bonus material. And guess what? If you are looking to purchase tickets to concerts, live shows, sporting events, and more, head over to SeatGeek.com where you can use promo code WrestlingRealm to save $20 on any one-time purchase of $50 or more. If you've seen ticket prices these days, trust me, you're going to spend that, especially if two people are in attendance. So head over to SeatGeek.com and use promo code WrestlingRealm. That's right, $20 off any first-time purchase, $50 or more. Shout out to the ones that's been purchasing. I'm getting notifications, so shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for y'all support. Save that money. We definitely appreciate that. Gentlemen, we are here. We are back, and we have quite a bit to get into. How are you guys feeling on this wonderful day? I don't even know what day it is. What day is it? The days are running together. Wednesday. All I know is, okay, so you know what Wednesday. that means. You know what, you know that, what means. that means. <laughs> you know what that means. I, I have something very interesting to say about AEW today. Oh I'm, man, I'm saving it, but I have something to say about it. But gentlemen, we are back for another episode, and it it it, it wouldn't be us. Mm-hmm. We didn't do what we do best if we don't break down a lot of the things that have been going on. People are waiting to hear what we have to say, and it's our job to help educate those who may not understand everything they're watching. So that is exactly why we're here today, once again. How's everybody feeling? Ryan H, brother Hugh, back in the building. Hello there, sir. Brandon, the guy, guy, you've been busy. Yeah, it's, 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 it's been great, man. You know, I'm feeling refreshed. And then, you know, to come back off of a, a hiatus real quick and see my brother back, you know, so I, I am good. Well, shout out to those watching, uh, those wrestling girls, the casual wrestler. And how about this? Ruckus is in the building. Shout out to Ruckus. We all know. Oh, good friend of brother Brandon. OG uh, in the he, building. Yeah, OG for real. Shout out to Stephanie Hardy. So, uh wrestling room wednesday worldwide stephanie uh, had a hot take that aired on wednesday worldwide today so shout out make sure y'all check that out so uh yeah shout out to everybody man um you know my my, my, look i brought out the tag title i had to hold it because the the tag the full i guess we don't call them tag teams when it's four people but we we do what we want so it's gonna be tag team today but Mm -hmm, the the, mm -hmm. the band is back together you know they just did a whole thing right here with you babe I with you, man. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, yes, we here, baby. Am I, am I the only one that hasn't picked mine up yet? Yeah. You don't you? I'm looking like, wait a minute. It, it, it's oh funny because I was watching. Oh, shout out to Jermaine Every in the building, my brother, my brother. Um, I was watching Championship Culture yesterday, and I watched it again today. And, and, I, and I heard a special shout out. And, and, and brother Brandon said, that belt is going to stay there until the realness picks his up. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure it's always yep. in the it's always in the shot too. Crazy mm-hmm. part is I was supposed to come get a Sunday, but I got back late from uh I was where was I Sunday? I was in PG uh, County, I was out and about. And okay. I got back late. I was I was supposed to get a Sunday evening, but like I said, I got I got, I I got in, in the car with it for two days for you. It was in the back seat with the seatbelt <laughs> on it on both sides waiting for you. I can verify so, <laughs> I can verify that brother Brandon has been working diligently <laughs> to make sure I got my tag title, and I'm always the There's last one, one he's gonna do. <laughs> he gonna make sure you was the last person at the house when we picked up the all the belts, wasn't you? I was because you know I didn't, think <laughs> anybody, I didn't think anybody was gonna be on time. I was like, wait, the first of all, I didn't know you guys were gonna be there. I was like, wait, I ain't either. He was like, oh yeah, just get in where you can. Right, right, exactly. I'm, 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 I'm walking like, 
I was like, oh, shoot, wait, here we go again. <laughs> but, def- but definitely shout out to the Belt King himself, Brandon, the yes, guy. Sir. guy. Oh, Man, I- hit the horns. There it is. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely want to go ahead and just give you uh um straight up just a complete round of applause. Um just for the for the excellent job that you have done with championship culture. The, the views are up, the buzz is buzzing, and um man, you have done such a phenomenal job already with championship culture. So if you haven't checked out championship culture featuring Brandon the Guy Guy, aka the Belt King himself. Head over mm-hmm. to youtube.com slash the wrestling realm where you can see all of his content. You can catch up so far. It's been how many episodes has it been so far, Brother Brandon? Three. Three, Three episodes. episodes. Three episodes in. Three, which is a big deal because one of them answered the burning question everybody asked. The second one was a, a pretty interesting debate, if I must say so myself. And the third was the start of a, a couple series that will happen about what to buy when you're ready to make decisions. But check them out. I would encourage you, if you got questions, shoot them over your way. But I want to publicly say this couldn't have happened without the other three gentlemen on this um, cast right now. So I really appreciate each of y'all have um, contributed more than what you know to making this happen. And I want to say thank you for that. I want to appreciate the fans for tuning in. I'm getting a lot of requests. I'm getting a lot of questions. I'm getting a lot of uh, followers. But I really appreciate y'all three with... um, as you might say, you don't even like people. Um, so I'm proving them wrong. So no, you, you, sir, are definitely stepping out of your show. I thought yeah, I didn't like uh, people. Brother Brandon. <laughs> don't like anybody. But listen, you were doing an excellent job, man. You're coming out of your show. You're helping educate people. I mean, this is what we do. Uh, we, we, we're educators. We try to inform people and give them a different perspective on everything. And I think what you bring to the table as far as championship belt <laughs> culture for us fans, man, you're doing an excellent job. Um, you're just getting started. So much more to come. So definitely tune into that. Uh, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But we also want to give a special thank you and a special shout out to, like you said before, Miss Stephanie Hardy and uh, Dr. D. Daryl Johnson for uh, for being a part of our Wrestling Rum Now podcast party debut. Uh, we had a two part special where we did two weeks back to back. You 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 did, but you know I I, I figured that it's it's much more partying to be uh to take place. So mm. we want to say a special okay, thank you to cool. Stephanie Hardy from the Wrestling Hardy podcast for joining us, as well as Dr. D. Daryl Johnson, man. Um, I we, we we can't thank you both enough for being a part of us and kicking off our new special guest series. And guess what? I think we have our next guest booked. And, and, and anybody have any hints? I feel like we're going all the way down south. I was about to say uh, the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so. Stay tuned to our social media platforms so you can uh, stay up to date for when our next Wrestling Rum Now podcast party special guest series is upon us. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep things rolling. Also, shout out to uh, Drew Willingham as he is, uh, you know, taking some time to get himself situated. Brother, we're still with you. We're still praying for you. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely shout out to Drew Willingham uh, as he sure. as you continue to recover and get back to what you do best. Now, with that being said, I think we have gotten all the important things out of the way. Brian H., I think it's time to ring the bell. Wow, we're ringing the bell early tonight. We're ringing the bell early. Yes, oh. sir. Let's go. We're jumping right into it. So, gentlemen, we are finally here. Uh, a lot of things have taken place since the last time we spoke. We've had a uh, premium live event, and we've also had some wrestling that's been going on. But first and, first and foremost, let me ask you guys this. Outside of Backlash, outside of Monday Night Raw, outside of WWE SmackDown, what have you guys watched this week? 
What have you watched to get your minds and your hearts prepared for this show as we dive into the world of professional wrestling now? <laughs> Brian H is smirking. First of all, first of all, first of all, Brian H is a heel. <laughs> he, what are you talking about? <laughs> Brian H is a, this is Waters, Waters Wednesday. So, but I'm a he's laughing, so I'm not even gonna bro, brother Brandon. What did you watch this week? We're gonna say Brian H for last. What did you watch this week, sir? <laughs> so I went back on Peacock and I tried to watch some of the old uh, previous backlash, and the one match I really was interested in was the Shinsuke when he debuted. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to see if he still had that oomph or if he was Ooh. missing a step. Still the same Shinsuke, and part of the reason because yesterday Joe kept talking about Shinsuke and knowing before we were going to do that with the um IWGP belt. I was like, let me go watch some Shinsuke, and I remember he was the focal point. And so now, is now that I say this, y'all gonna remember it. Every time I see the backlash symbol, I just think about him doing that split and making the L in the promo. So I went back and rewatched some of the backlash. Look, now that I said that, y'all thinking about it. So yeah, I was. I really am no. Like that's exactly where my mind went. No, I got yeah. to see this. <laughs> yeah, like if you go back and look at the logo for the year, he was the headliner when he fought the biz. It was like, oh, okay, this is yo. <laughs> yeah, now you see, see what I mean, right? See, see. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see the Backlash logo, I think about that. I was like, they really did a man like that. But, hey, but that's – I went back to Backlash. And so that was – and, you know, I always go back to my default one, but we're not going to talk about that. I'm going to let I'm gonna let Brother Hugh talk about what he watched. Brother Hugh, man, you, you've, been, you've been absent, man, for good reason, for very good reason. And we are glad to have you back, sir. Yes, sir. What we what what have you been getting into? You know, you've you've been behind the scenes. It's not like you've been completely absent. You haven't been on the show with us per se, but you have been there, um, producing the shows and 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 working um, everything that we've been doing for the last past, I guess maybe two and three weeks now. But what have you been watching? Like, what, what did you watch this week to get yourself ready for this show? Hey, I find myself watching Survivor Series. It was, I believe it's twenty fourteen. Of course, my man, okay. Dolph Ziggler, he was the last, you know, last guy to, uh, to be eliminated. Well, he, he actually won the match for his team. But uh, him and mm-hmm, Seth Rollins mm-hmm, came mm-hmm. down to the last two, and they tore it up. They tore it mm-hmm. up, man. And it just got me thinking, like, hey, man, what would have happened if Ziggler really would have really got that push he really needed? But, like, if they mm-hmm. would have kept pushing him instead of labeling him as uh, injury prone. You, know, you keep saying this push, man. That guy's a Grand Slam champion, brother Hugh. How much more of a push did he need? <laughs> uh, man, like those title runs were whack, though. Hey, but he's the, in the history books. He's a Grand Slam they champion. They uh, listen. I'm glad we I give him that, but I want I want to see a nice, a nice, lengthy title run, a nice good, one, a good one. That's Solid that was matches. tough to do in the jump. Yeah, tough to do in the John Cena era. I think he had a better shot now than he did, but but it's okay though, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's and right, he had the NXT title under his belt, too. Yeah, that, that, was yeah, that was tough. That was tough. Brian H. Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now you start. <laughs> Here <we> go. <laughs> Hollywood. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what, did you, what did you? Hold on. Wait a minute. Hollywood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> had to hit you with that one real quick. Go ahead. What did you watch this week, sir? Um... I watched some AEW All Access. The, I want okay. Ta- time I want- out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Time out. Before you go into this, uh-huh. do you do you like AEW All Access? I actually do. Okay. All right. You can you continue, and I'm gonna save my comment till you finish. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. It's um. 
Sometimes Idiot. better than the show. A lot of times better than the show. It, it okay. it's getting me a different perspective. So like for instance, Sammy Guevara, right? I'm like, all right, whatever. This dude, whatever. But like I'm watching the show, I'm like, all right. And even his um lady, I'm not sure if they they're married or maybe they almost married. But before Okay, yeah, before, you know, she was just kind of like there. It's like, all right, what is she doing here? But uh-huh. now it's like, I find myself rooting for her. And now, now is that because of the sh- what you see from the show? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, got it. All uh, right. The Bucks, you know, they, they political. They're not giving me what I want. You know, I want to know why. I want to know the dirt. You know, we all know what happened in September. So I want to know why. I want, I want their perspective. But no, nah, we're not getting that from them. Um, mm-hmm. obviously the show is like Brit and Adam Cole, you know, who I'm huge fans of. So I'll, I'll say this. It made me like Britt Baker more. Like I never disliked Britt Baker, but I was going to say the know, same thing. I was going to say the same thing, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, I already knew how you always felt about her, but, and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but the show, I'm like, you know what? And I think it was really when she said, no, nah, I don't want the belt. And Shivani, you really see like their dynamic. And he was like, what do you mean? I want the belt. She was like, look, dealing with all the drama, all the people, you know, the backstabbing. Look, let's just get the division over. I don't I don't need the title. So it's like I have a different respect for. It. OK, well, you know what? And I think uh, shows like AEW All Access, mm-hmm. uh, it helps with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially for their demographic. AEW's demographic is supposed to be, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, an older demographic. Right. And sometimes we relate to those television characters differently than, say, a kid would and a presentation that the WWE may give us when it comes to women's superstars, or uh, I guess their way of producing non-scripted slash reality television with like a total divas. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes sense that you said that, but here I, I watched it for the first time. Okay. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little bit disappointed. It's been, it's because of what you said. It was like, they, they don't go there. Mm-hmm. Like it's obviously manufactured, even though it's it's very polished. It's meant to look like it's natural, but it, it's so was total divas in all fairness. But it's like you're yeah. still supposed to do a good job of not making it look <laughs> polished. And um, yeah, I was like, ah, this is not as cool as I thought it was going to be. Okay, um, because it, it look it looks overly manufactured, like they're trying too hard, and it's not like a critique or anything. It's just like ah, I've let me seen ask you better. this, yes, sir. How much total divas did you watch? I used to watch all of it, like start okay. to finish. Like oh, I know. Finish. I ain't never like. I ain't know if that was like if you watched it or not. No, so, I was a total. I was a total divas guy. I loved it you. because I think the way they did it, it, it was universal. It didn't seem like I was watching like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, even though that was mm-hmm. a similar format. Like, like E took that format right, and yeah. um, they they kind of adapted it to the women of professional wrestling, but they gave you the whole landscape of the show, right? So it yep. wasn't like. It wasn't like, oh, it's just the Total Divas in doing Diva stuff. No, they showed you their lives on the bigger scale. So I was like, I felt like I was always watching a backstage WWE show. You know what I mean? It just that the the women happened to be the focus, which which I thought was cool. And they and then you also and the you know, about, saw their families. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing about Total Divas. Like, you know, this is um right after we just graduated college. Uh, it was a lot of people like that we went to school with that would say, yo. Um, Cause you know, obviously we was the wrestling guys, and they would be sure. like, "Yo, I'm watching Total Divas." A lot of the ladies, and I'm like, "For real?" It's like, "Yeah," because yep. they would get attached to the women on the show. They might not watch wrestling, but they would say, "You know, they obviously it's like months down the line, so they would regurgitate storylines." Like, "I want to see what's going to happen at SummerSlam." I'm like, 
Oh, oh yeah, that already happened. Of course, you don't spoil it, but that was one thing Total Divas did very well. And it was on E versus this is on, you know, TNT, which is their station. You know what I mean? Yeah, and also E had experience in producing these type of shows before. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, so you know that that was kind of the thing. But speaking of AW, <laughs> I would tell you what I watched this week. I watched um I watched the the firm deletion at the Hardy compound. The uh, I guess I guess what you consider the cinematic wrestling match. Hold on, I mean, move my mic, make too much noise. Um, the cinematic wrestling match between Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy and um, Hook, who was a gangster, and Isaiah Cassidy versus the firm, the Stokely Hathaway and all ego Ethan Page and Lee Moriarty and uh, my man Big Bill William Morrissey. And I will say this, man, it was probably one of the most entertaining things I've ever seen in all of professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. I, thought, I thought the one they did with the inner circle was good. This is it, it, Matt Hardy has like five or six of these type of matches at the Hardy compound. And this by far was probably one of the most creative and most fun matches, segments, cinem cinematic things that I've ever seen. Like if there was one thing that I'll give credit to AW for is when they allowed Matt Hardy to produce the things that he's known for producing. Yep. Blew my mind away. Like, and I haven't seen one of this. I haven't seen a cinematic match this good since the the Boneyard match between AJ Styles and, and The Undertaker. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the level that, that I placed on. I, I enjoyed it so much. I was just watching it. And, I, and I'm going to give you a hot take when I'm finished. But first of all, the overall production of it was hilarious. First of all, have you guys, have you seen it? Did you guys get a chance the, to see uh, it? I, I, Listen to me. I they, don't they remember up, it. They uploaded the director's cut to YouTube because it was it was heavily edited because of TV time and stuff like that. Okay, they put the entire match about maybe 24 25 minutes long on uh, AW's YouTube channel, and you have to watch it. The MVP of that whole segment match, whatever you want to call it, was Stokely Hathaway. Really, everybody in the if you're not familiar with the firm, you know, it's it's the group with with um Stokely Hathaway, uh, all ego Ethan Page. Lee Moriarty, Big Bill, William Morrissey, and they've been beefing with the Hardys since the return of Jeff Hardy, so on, and Private Party, so on and so forth. It, you know, if you're not familiar with AW and that feud, they have been beefing for a while. And it's led to this point. And I knew I was in for something hilarious the minute the match started. They were in the car riding to the Hardy compound, and all you though, know, Ethan Page just started to run his mouth. And the first thing Stokey Hathaway says, Yeah, and I don't know who the heck his kids think they are. He starts talking trash about the Hardy babies. And I was like, <laughs> I know for a fact that Stokely Hathaway is not beefing with Matt Hardy's kids. So they, they pull up to the front gate and <laughs> Ethan Page gets out and he immediately starts like beating down the mailbox. Vanguard one comes out, the match starts. And it was just so well done. I'm glad I, that AEW didn't pretend to make it seem like they weren't there. Mm -hmm. uh, like in TNA and even in WWE, they... They tried to make it seem like this was something that was really taking place, and that's how, and then we were seeing it from the viewer's lens, right? But mm -hmm. at AW did it say like, look, man, we're on location trying to film this foolishness. Like they like they they knew as bizarre as the match was going to be, and they treated it that way. They had Caprice Coleman in the mix; he was one of the special guest referees. Man, it I I was blown away. Like St Stokey Hathaway goes into the match, he gets jumped by Matt Hardy's kids. I believe mm -hmm. it was Wolfgang. I believe it was uh, Maxwell, and like they, for, he goes to the movie theater, he's talking trash about his movie theater. His wife pulls up on him, 
father-in-law, they hit him with a taser. The kids come out of nowhere, start jumping Stokey Heather. He's getting whooped by three Hardy babies. And then, and then like they, 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 they carry him out to this ring with a taser on a chair. They beat him up again. And then mother goes, okay, that's enough, Max. It's time for you to go to bed. Like, I was like, what am I watching right now? I mean, it was just, mm-hmm. it was so great. I, I, I just, I, I, I was blown away how entertaining. It reminded me of what AEW used to look like during the pandemic when they were doing a lot, when they had to get really creative. And, um, and they gave us some of their, their best television. Like, I didn't appreciate, it's, it's like TNA all over again. Like, you, you look back at what they did before and it's like, man, I appreciate what, you know, how entertaining it was so much before. But, man, I just, I just had to say, like, I, it blew my mind, but Stokely Hathaway beef with Matt Hardy's kids was hilarious. Um, overall production of it, Jeff Hardy and uh, Big Bill, William Morrissey, aka Big Cass, they need to have a few. I need to see that match. I need to see more Ooh. Isaiah Cassidy transforming into his alter ego and a lot of tongue in cheek jokes. That was I'm not even gonna. When you look at it and you watch it, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, they they really did all that to say that they let him loose, bruh. Oh my god, <laughs> too much. It was too much. Okay, and, uh, check Hook, it out. Hook and Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty, like he was out there dressed like Bruce Lee, but him and Hook had a really good chemistry. And this is, they took something that was from the mind of Matt Hardy, and mm-hmm. they kind of made it their own. But they did a really good job with it. So I just had to. That's what Matt I watched. Hardy gets it, man. I saw him. I saw him tweet you, man. Listen, that's what I said. And 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 I sat there and I'm so lazy, but I'm gonna pull this up right now. Like that's right there. See that? That's that's a tweet. I tweeted mm-hmm. to Matt Hardy, and that's what he said back to me. Yep, he said thank you. I said, man, that was brilliant. Like, and I don't even like I don't watch AEW's programming on a regular <laughs> basis, but I was like that it was brilliant. I told I said, man, listen, that, I said I need that level of entertainment for an entire show. Like I get I get bits and pieces of it. I'm telling you, AEW's pulling me in a little bit. It really is. Okay. I'm telling you, I just can't. I just can't get. It's still it's so hard for me to get invested in the whole show. But trust me, it really is getting there. You're um, not the only person to say that. I'm just like, I'm saying, man, it's 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 starting to like they're starting to get it. And it's like not that they didn't get it before, but for me personally, like just all the familiar faces that are kind of showing up in the mix of the old and the new House of Black is doing phenomenal. Then you have um guys like Roderick Strong that fit into that, and it's a familiar face, and Adam Cole's back, of course. And I'm gonna say this right now, hot take. So get ready to clip this off too, Brian Nate. I said something a while ago in regards 25, to uh, yeah, good 25 22. I, everybody was talking about how Ricky everybody's on a Ricky Starks train, right? Mm. He's, this, he's that. And I have it's no disrespect to Ricky Starks. I like Ricky Starks, but I, I wasn't seeing what everybody was saying about him. He was saying he had so much potential and Jericho was compared him to the rock and all this other kind of stuff. And I, I didn't I didn't know he was a brother. And I you know shout out to him for that. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, you guys are saying he's the next big thing. But I'm like, I I, I see somebody that's uh-huh. better in that role. And I'm gonna tell you right now, all ego Ethan Page is the one. I know talent oh, when I see it. No, because remember, remember, I got killed. They're like, "Oh, what are you talking about? Ricky Starks is the next one up." I'm like, "Yo, I'm telling you, it's like Ethan Page is better than him." Like, Mike. in his oh fact, his 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 performance all the way around. I'm trying to tell you, from the minute he was running his mouth in the car, I said, "Dude, this dude gets it." And then his performance in the ring, they were inside. Uh, you know, because Matt Hardy has his little practice ring inside of his house, and um, just. Ethan Page is, is really really coming to it's gonna be phenomenal. I'm telling you, and I told everybody, I said, I said, I think he's gonna have a he has a bigger, a better upside than the Ricky Starks. I think he has a chance to have a better career than him. And everybody's like, oh, because everybody's always drinking the Kool-Aid with the fans, what they think. But you know, I don't care what fans think. I have Ricky Starks can get his fans behind him and he can get them pumped up, but he I, can't I get, that's what I'm trying to say. Ethan but Page I'm like be anything. He can 
He can work you. He can make a heel. He can be. He can work you, bro. Ethan Page I wish, is really good. I, I wish me, I had a real gunshot on here because y'all firing the day. Woo! I'm, listen, listen know, to me. You know what, Dwayne? This is the. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not an anti AW. I just hate the fact that the pay per view will have you on level ten, and then that yeah. Wednesday no follow up level one. Yeah, and you're like, how did? How was Wisdom, it? Wisdom momentum at. Yeah. Yeah, like you had all of this, and I keep thinking about when Brian said, you know. After the champion win, that's what I want to see. You don't start to show up the champion. We don't see him for two weeks. I, I don't care. Like yeah. I'm like, oh, you, you it just lets me down because you know it's it can be good because pay per view and like even with the John Moxley and what you call a match man advertised as a steel cage, I didn't want to see it. And the only reason I didn't want to see it because I don't want Moxley to bleed again. And you know he bled. You know he bled. Yeah, and I'm like, I feel like I need to have a counter. Like let's see how long it can be before Moxley bleeds. And I was like, oh, here comes, you know, and I was like, I don't even want to watch this match. But I know the pay-per-view is going to be. Leave my man Moxley alone, man. Y'all keep, y'all keep talking about Moxley. Leave him alone. Bro. Brother Hugh, I'm going to say right now. I, 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 you, know what you, you, know, you know what you can guarantee about, <laughs> about, about Moxley, Brother Hugh, is that I know he got his shots up to date. As much as he bleeds, bro. Tetanus, hepatitis, Absolutely. Because he just foreign objects everywhere. I'm like, it, it, I'm like, yep. <laughs> I know he's healthy because he's not going to be that clear to bleed that much if he wants to. Him and Ric Flair, and, and yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. Cody. <laughs> so, but uh, that's one of the quotes I remember as a child. Mm-hmm. You know how like adults were staying around talk wrestling, and yeah. like you could you could get in that conversation because we're safe, right? There I remember my yep. aunt Shirley, um, the uh, mother of my long, long, long time ago co-host. She said one thing about Dusty Rose: he gonna bleed. You gonna you gonna turn on a Dusty Rose match, and he gonna bleed a lot. And sure enough, like, every, and I might have been yeah. like five or six, and it seemed like every time I would turn on an uh, old clip of Dusty or even Dustin early in the days, you know, you would see him bleeding. That's how my bleed bleed is. That bleach, bleach blonde hair, mm-hmm. blood everywhere. No, no, you're absolutely right. How about Brock but, Lesnar? Um, I was about to say, bro, oh, boy, he did the hard way. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> he, he, like, I'm talking about like a champ. He went, he went face first. I said, okay. They said it, it wasn't no blades. It was. Yeah, nah, give it went, to me. He went. He went. That was some straight type. That this is that's the stuff that Corey Graves is always talking about. Like that out al- that alpha male stuff. He probably wasn't even phased by it. But <laughs> if if Brock Lesnar is working that hard and having much that much fun, you know WWE is making that much more money. Yep. Because we just seen him every pay per view, and he gonna bro, be on the next one too. He remember he used to be part time. It don't seem like it. Nope. He did, he had more now without a title. And he was when he was a champion. That's Brock Lesnar with no mouthpiece. That's his impact. But we'll 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 save that. But um, I just had to put that out there. Like you know, I I don't say too many nice things about AEW, but I'm telling you, man, it's 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 pulling me in a little bit, man. They you know, it's it's working, man. Like I'm 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 mm. trying to get invested, man. The Blackpool Combat Club, genius. Daniel Bryan is he does no wrong. Like he's since we I know we joked about it the other day, but we said since when is Daniel Bryan the mouthpiece? Of a faction, like he's like the manager wrestling. <laughs> push, but he has to, he has to slow down because of his concussions and stuff. But it's like, why is he the personality of the group out of all people? And he is doing, man. Because right. on, mm-hmm. on paper, this group is not supposed to be good. They just supposed to be like they're not supposed to be entertaining. Let me get correct. Myself. Yeah, you get yeah, they're absolutely right. Them four people should not work together. They're not In supposed no way, to entertain. Shape or form, should they ever be a team whatsoever? Like you're like, why is this okay? Why is this how did this become a happy accident? Like, how the heck did this happen? They, it's even, and it's like, and it seems to me they're way more like unhinged without Regal. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they just they're just so much more like street. Like they and, and just school, man. Remember he said time. it. Hey, he yeah, went and to you finish the school in WWE. You're absolutely right. And then once again, the promos, man. AEW does an excellent job with their promo packages. Like they that's how they pull me in. I'm like, I'm not watching this. It's, it's a disappointment. But then I watch a promo package and I'm like, oh, that was actually pretty good. I'm like, oh, I see I learned you know what to uh mm-hmm. no, go ahead. My bad. No, 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 you good. I was I was about to say, like, I was on YouTube, their YouTube channel. You know, they they do their little preview segments on their YouTube channel, which is very, very smart. Like they do like the, like a little mini show, and they just they they kind of just they throw all the promos out for what's coming up. And I was like, and it catches me up on what I missed because I said I have a hard time getting through a whole show. So I, I love that they give me those segments because it's enough for me to go, well, okay, let me let me let me just stick it out next time. And I think that's kind of what happened. And I was like, man, they, and of course, anything Dan Bryan related, I think um Cesaro was doing excellent, and if you notice, I'm not calling him by their like their their stage names now. Like he's always <laughs> Dane Bryan, he's always gonna be Cesario. I might I might call him Claudio. Yeah, it's growing on me, but um, but man, he, he, even even Moxley in this form, I think this it fits him so much more organically. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I, I'm in this group of guys that we're professionals, and I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense. And then you got you got uh you know uh Wheeler Yuta, you know you got you always gotta have a young boy in the group. So like mm-hmm. I. I, I want to see the black, the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Hurt Business. Like that's how good I think they really are. Ooh, um, like that would be that would be a fight. So remember, you know Daniel I mean? Bryan said, "I'm the best wrestler in the world, and if I'm not, it's one of these men behind me." I was like, Yo, "I mean, he went at Bret Hart neck last week." And all I said was, "He ain't lying." I mean, you think yeah. about it. I was like, <laughs> "He, like he, 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 he ain't lying. He ain't lying." I ain't ready to admit that, but yeah. I don't think anybody's ready to uh, <laughs> nope. have that conversation yet. But nope, I refuse to because I, I I'm forced to deal with truth that I don't want to deal with. Right, I'm not ready. Yeah, it's not time for that. But speaking of truth, good brothers, we are fresh off WWE backlash in Puerto Rico. I I can't say it without accent like it's not real. Like Puerto Rico. Nope, it's not coming mm-hmm. out. But um. There it is. Brother Hugh has it. This is why he's back. Ladies and gentlemen, Brother Hugh is back. We needed that. Um, there it is. Thank you. This is why we're a great team. Everybody knows their cue. This on just one fire right now. Um, backlash, man. Wow. Cali, man. You know something's good when you just lose words. You just start making noises like, whoo. Yeah. Huh. Man. Hey, um, a lot of ice in that cup. My bad. He, nah, it's cool. He, he got to stay cool, man. You know, <laughs> look at it. You see, you. I love this. Is what 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 Has does. Has does things to like disrupt Brandon. When he's Brandon's bad. trying to be like, he's trying to like remain professional and, and stay on his cues because Brandon's probably ready to go in, right? Like he's ready. I'm gonna like, save it for the backlash review. It, it'll be on the Rome after dark. He see, know it's coming though. That's the crazy uh, part. And the Hickles brother mm-hmm. Hugh, like, just always got to break the ice. But gentlemen. Probably the greatest backlash mm-hmm. ever created, ever produced. And uh brother Hugh was um I was tweeting in a group. I was I was texting in a group and uh shout out to uh Nando's championship best reviews, championship wrestling reviews. Uh I was I was texting the, the group chat and I look up mm-hmm. and like half my texts were like <laughs> quotes that were tweeted out. And I was oh. like, Oh yeah, <laughs> I probably should have tweeted tweeted these out. <laughs> and um I said something about um I, I said there, there's no better show than a Triple H produced WWE show, mm-hmm. and it's it, and he just proved it. Backlash um was absolutely record breaking for a lot of different reasons. 
it was such a different twist from what we're used to taking um taking backlash outside the country into u.s territory still in puerto rico but still having what we usually would consider almost a, a b pay-per-view because you know at one point this was considered like wrestlemania backlash it was like the the, the rubber match for wrestlemania especially during the pandemic era but Fact. triple h triple h gave us something completely different and uh before we talk about all the records that we broke brian h what did you think of this year's backlash man wwe been hitting home runs um now when you say home runs you're a baseball guy so is brother Hugh. Mm-hmm. what level of home runs are they hitting at this moment every pay-per-view i've left satisfied cool uh, i'm gonna I'm take y'all back WWE. yeah uh 2001 and i hope i don't curse myself after wrestlemania 17 me and brother brandon was on the phone and the guy was like, yo, WWE, they three for three. Uh, Royal Rumble was good that year. No way out. WrestleMania. Then Backlash came. And boy, did they hit a nosedive because that joint was terrible. So I'm hoping I don't have that same effect. Um, but <laughs> I, 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 like, I, I think it was Kaz put on Twitter, like, rank the top. Like, rank all of them, right? Mm-hmm. And they split like night one, night two. And of course, like night two of WrestleMania for me was everything. Like I it, it was I know most people like night one better, but um for me it was like WrestleMania night two, backlash, WrestleMania night one, or and those are interchangeable. Uh Royal Rumble the Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. And Elimination Chamber, I mean, I'm looking at these crowds was hot. For every last one of these shows, mm-hmm. so not only were like did they translate well on TV, but they, I mean, they left you feeling emotional in some way, shape, or form. You feel me? Uh, yeah. Royal Rumble because of what happened with Sammy and and um, Roman uh, and KO, Elimination Chamber because the Sammy and uh, WrestleMania is WrestleMania, but Backlash to see what uh, Bad Bunny. Zelina Vega and Cody and Brock, you know, what I mean? not to mention Bianca and uh, EO, you know, we got to see old EO with everybody been waiting for. So that's I'm just, why I I'm said, literally just watching Brandon to see how he responds every time you say the name EO. <laughs> I'm know? taking my notes because you don't know see there it is. I knew it. I told you I knew it. <laughs> you, you, you like writing things down. Write this down. Um, but man, it, it, it's like I can't remember the last time I enjoyed Backlash that much, bro. That was and it was two thousand. Okay. Yeah, two thousand. Because WrestleMania was so terrible to me that year because The Rock didn't win. And, yeah. and, and shout out to my late grandmother. She ordered Backlash, and I remember being over there watching it, and it was just like, yo, this was like the greatest thing ever. And now, like this year. Like if somebody said like to them backlash was their favorite pay-per-view of the year or premium live event, I can understand, you know. Um, mm-hmm. shout out to Puerto Rico. They showed up and showed out. I mean, and the party got started on SmackDown. Yeah. And yep. carried over, man. And I'll leave it with this. Never before in my life have I ever popped for Savio Vega and Carlito. Bro, I'm telling you that that it's str- strategic, like mm-hmm. strategy. But um, brother, you brother, you, how did you feel about uh backlash this year being in Puerto Rico and that that uh Puerto Rican audience? Just how they showed up for the for the WWE show. 
Man, the audience is on fire. Right from the start. Like, when uh when EO was introduced, and they, they popped for when uh she hit that split in the, in the middle of the ring. I was like, hold on. Like, they been booing Bianca. Like, like I just love the crowd's energy. They was all the whole night. Didn't stop. Mm-hmm. And, hey, man, that's that's what that's what we're looking for, you know, as wrestling fans, you know. You go to a great show like that, see some good matches. You can enjoy it. You can engage in it. And, hey, man, it was, it was great to me. I loved it. All the matches were on point, pretty much. You know, uh, backlash. In general, I was kind of mm-hmm. skeptical to watch it at first because usually backlash is kind of whack as a pay-per-view yeah. interval or PLE in general. Glad I watched it, man. For, for, for sure. Puerto Rico held it down for him. Speaking of holding it down for him, Brother Brandon, they broke a lot of records this year um, as far as backlash is concerned, as far as just uh, what they were able to do in Puerto Rico, and not to mention the number of uh, Puerto Rican superstars and a lot of uh, Latin American stars that were on a card that were greatly appreciated. What did you think about wh- what did you think about when you heard backlash being ideally kind of a B pay-per-view fresh off of WrestleMania, breaking so many records and having the success that it did this year? I'm going to stick to my guns and say this again. Um, mm-hmm. Triple H has shown what sports and entertainment can look like. He has definitely given Mars. us He's given us what I think Vince was trying to do, but he figured out how to mix it because think back to the backstage segment when Savio Vega showed up. Here, take this Kendo stick. I was like, oh, that was a nice nod. Uh, you know, a legend within this country that us as American audience may not know his legacy there. Mm-hmm. Then for his music to hit, and you couldn't even hear the music because the crowd was like, oh, my God, he's actually here. We can see him. Not like it's some pre-stage backstage segment. That energy, you can't translate that. And you could tell he was like, holy crap. And then, like, even with the Carlito thing, we only know the Carlito from here unless you are deep inside of wrestling. But Triple H understood. And to find out, Samuel Vega said that he knew he was doing that two months ago because Damian Priest and Bad Bunny requested him. So that tells you that mm. he made an impression on them back when Damian Priest was Punishment Martinez back then when he first started to wrestle. He looked up to these guys. And to have Carlito come, and I'm glad they were on LWO show, so they were showing we are united. This is who we are. Whether we see them or not anymore, I think that backlash showed that don't don't sleep on these secondary and third throwaway pay-per-views because there is no more anymore. Under the Triple H ring, as long as he's able to do what he needs to, because these legends, and I'm saying that because Carlito and um, Savio Vega, they made an impact just enough. They mm-hmm. did just enough. They didn't oversaturate it. And the thing I loved about it, and this is something that I don't know if y'all caught it, even after all this interference, shenanigans, the match kept going. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. that's the, the match. It was like, oh, he's not going to win with sliced bread number two. Because I kept saying, I think I was sexing. Give me the Canadian Destroyer. I need the Canadian Destroyer. Like, I'm watching the whole match, waiting for it, waiting for it, waiting for it. And then it was like, oh, he did it. Okay, now it's got to be the end. And to see Damien sit there and stay in character, you could tell he was holding back. Look what I just did. Look at this magic. So I think that he brought the emotion in, and it was such a good feeling to see that. And that crowd, I'm going to say something. It might be unpopular opinion. That crowd made me realize how unappreciative we are as fans that get this program wow. every month 
every week. They haven't had a WWE program in 18 years. And they appreciated what those men and women did in that ring. Whereas though, let somebody slip on a rope. Oh my God, they're horrible. If they would have slipped on a rope there, them Puerto Ricans probably be like, oh my God, oh my God, dude. Oh, is he okay? Now get up and do it again. Every little bit bad buddy not being a wrestler. This man sold that match and took that Falcon's arrow through them tables and got up and said, keep on, we ain't done yet. I was like, wait a minute. Y'all know this man is a celebrity. His body is probably insured for a couple million dollars. And he just took that move. And I know we can harp on Bad Bunny, but overall, I'm telling you, I'm I'm looking forward to the SummerSlam is going to be good. WrestleMania is going to be a Survivor Series Royal Rumble. We know. I'm more interested now in the quote-unquote B-level shows because I'm like, what is he going to do now? What, what, what? He's, you know what else? Got... They're uh, not here in America. Yeah, There's not another yeah. one here until SummerSlam. Which and is good. He does that on purpose. Yep, yep. and he's given them because if you think about it, we get these pay-per-views every, I mean, preview live events every month. And we get right. Raw and SmackDown. We saw that on Smack when the SmackDown crowd, I'm like, Damn, there's 17 people in there loud. Oh my, look how loud. Like, you didn't have that piped in noise, but yet, during on Monday Night Raw, you get piped in noise and you see people in the crowd like this. I'm like, ain't nobody cheering. They all texting. So I'm like, <laughs> come, on, <laughs> come, on, come on, Triple H. That's when the I'm director like, not fast enough to switch the camera. <laughs> right. You'll see people like this and they got all Who's the technical director? Nobody's saying anything. <laughs> but I'm just saying, and I'm going to kick it back to you guys, but I wanted to um, say, Nando Torres is a brother that does reviews for belts, and he's um, a big belt and big wrestling guy. And I think, Dwayne, I think we might have got him out of his wrestling coma. I think he's been in his coma for a little bit, so this show might have pulled him back out. We, we got another one. We got another, another coma. <laughs> look, look, at, look at God, man. We pulling people and out of their wrestling coma. Nando, you're Puerto Rican, right? So come on. Let me know in the comments. Make sure I'm hitting you with the right nationality. <laughs> I don't want to look. Is he gonna say something? But I'm telling you, and yeah, wow. I would love for him to put in the comments what he thought about Backlash because that crowd, woo, and that new LWO music growing on me. If yeah. you notice that too, I'm like, I, I wasn't feeling yeah. that first, but yeah, because at first I wanted the old school because I remember when Brother Hugh came to school singing that joint, uh, the old LWO yes, music. So I was like, man, I, I want that, but this one growing on me. Yeah, it, it's you know what it is. I think because they're more entertaining, and they're, they're the only faction that keeps losing. But I'm still wanting to see them. <laughs> like you know, what I mean? no, like, that's that's how Triple H has people booked these days. It's like it's like an LA night. Like no matter like it's it's to the point where you could take your enhancement talent, and if they lose a match, they've done the honors, but it doesn't make them look bad or weak. Is because they they've found ways. It's Brian H just said it, it's that finishing school. Where mm-hmm. you, if you can get the audience to agree with you when it doesn't, it doesn't matter about wins and losses. That's a different level of performer than the average. So, and something else about backlash: we mm-hmm. had seven matches on this card. Yes. <laughs> One was a celebrity match, mm-hmm. and two were women matches. Right? Mm-hmm. The crazy part is, I saw six five star yeah. matches on that night, and. Yeah, it's crazy because I feel like the women said, "No, we have a good match." It's not necessarily. I'm not gonna say it was a women's match or the, you know, this match. It was six five star matches that made me say, "Wait a minute!" Even Seth Rollins said, "Oh, let me help you, Omos. I'm gonna give you the best match of your career." And I'm like, man. How, did, "How did Seth do? If that man don't get that world title, Triple H, I'm gonna leave safe for you." 
Seth, give, Seth give is that good. World title. Just get here. Just have it. But, but speaking speaking of faith in Triple H, that's the one thing I'm learning to kind of have in when it comes to him is 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 I'm I'm learning to trust his style of booking because you said something that was crucial to the conversation, brother Brandon, is that I'm so not used to Triple H's approach to booking shows that mm-hmm. I'm still programmed for the Vince way. So it's like he does certain things to make me go, oh, wow, that does make sense. Oh, I didn't see it that way. Or, or I wasn't expecting that. It's because I'm still programmed to look at it like, okay, all right, uh, WrestleMania, Backlash, you're going to take a break and give us a little bit. But it's like we should have learned from the, from the Royal Rumble that Triple H is going to take every opportunity to move things forward. It's because I know it, that's kind of his philosophy. That's always been the thing that he complained about, even when he was wrestling, you know, coming up in the new gen era. It's, it's always been about progressing, moving things forward. And mm-hmm. it's like um, what you said in regards to these what we consider B pay-per-views or these side pay-per-views and not one of the major um, major fours that, you know, it you have to pay attention to them now. It's because even if it's minute, it's going to either move a story along, start a story or continue a story. And it's important that like we, we saw um rock versus cody and it seemed like it was anytime you have a match that seems like it was unfinished it's like okay well clearly this isn't the end of this this is just the beginning where some stories are ending some stories are just beginning and uh that's what i'm having to become accustomed to to triple h but one thing about triple h also was that he shows so much respect as a historian to Mm -hmm. the hotbeds of wrestling like think about when they went to the united kingdom when they went to wales they went to cardiff wales they wanted to make sure they showed respect to that lineage of professional wrestling, right? Um, I noticed that he did the same thing when it came to saluting and showing respect to Puerto Rico's contribute to the professional wrestling business. Um, when you think about uh, anytime you run a big show in somebody else's territory, you usually either get permission or you involve them in certain in some some way, shape, or form, and. Um, the 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 main wrestling promotion in Puerto Rico historically has always been the World Wrestling Council that was founded by Carlos Colon Jr., um, Victor Horvica, and Gorilla Monsoon. And uh, for those who don't know, that Carlos Colon Jr. is the father of Carlito as well as mm-hmm. Ep- uh, Primo and Epico, and they they have historically ran shows. You know that's 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 the the, the hometown fed. And the fact that Triple H had enough respect to include someone like Carlito and have the involvement of someone like um, Zelina to get her opportunity to be in a ring and be with her family. And kind of should, that's the best I've seen her look in a long time. And it's not, it is no disrespect to her is that we, I haven't seen her right. been yep. given that amount of time before, you know, mm-hmm. as well as Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. And, you know, like I said, uh, Savio Vega, Savio Vega was, was like, um, He's, it's like, he's almost has like a cult following, you know. What I mean, he's one of, he's one of our new gen favorites from those days. But you know, mm-hmm. if he show, if he shows up at Raw thirty, he may not be that big of a deal compared to Kevin Nash showing up or Scott Hall showing up, rest in peace, or Sean Waltman. But him being in Puerto Rico, it just mm-hmm. made that like I thought seeing him early in the night was special. But the fact that he came out there in his vest and his lost Berwickers, and I was like, and then he was involved. He still got the same throw punch. I said. Savio still has it, man. It was they're <laughs> the involved. Kick, I said, yep, he was amped. He said, Bro, I got. This. That to me was like a love letter and a tribute to uh, Puerto Rico's contribution to the wrestling business as a whole. So that's something that, you know, with Triple H being a historian, 
uh, I was happy to see that he was able to do that. And those are the things that stood out to me the most. And I said, man, he's done a lot of things to show respect to where he is instead of just running the town, taking the money and keeping it moving. Like he's doing him a favor for bringing WWE to the show, because that's how Vince McMahon carried that a lot of times. You know? <laughs> hey, did you notice how many people been on WWE paraphernalia? How many belts was there? They saw I mean, a lot of stuff. I mean, I mean. I'm, I listen, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because Backlash broke some records. Uh, I'm read this off as we move forward, but um, it says the viewership of Backlash saw a 28% increase um, versus the record set in 2022. Said the event featured um, Bad Bunny, which was the most streamed music artist in the world. He marked the largest gate for, for any uh, WWE event held in Puerto Rico and the largest gate in the history of Backlash. That's one. It said uh, more than 30, 34,800 fans descended on San Juan, Puerto Rico, for back-to-back sellout nights for SmackDown and Backlash. Mm-hmm. Um, it also marked the most social backlash of all time, led by 40 million views of the San Juan street fight featuring Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. And the hashtag WD Backlash was accompanied by a Bad Bunny emoji that trended number one across the entire evening of sports. It also says that, uh, what you were talking about, Brother Brandon, that Backlash broke merchandise and sponsorship records. As the first ever WWE event under the expanded partnership with Fanatics, overseeing the on-site event retail experience. Everybody knows Fanatics does everybody's sports merchandise, and now they partner with WWE. And uh, for them to be on-site, um, yep. to have a retail experience, it was ridiculous. Since the top-selling items included a WWE Backlash and LWO Puerto Rico t-shirts. Come on, man. Uh, sponsorship revenue surpassed any backlash event in history, breaking last year's record with a 98% year-on-year increase through partnerships with Netflix FUBAR, Mike's Hard Lemonade, and Xfinity. Unfreaking real. I mean, it, it, needless to say, it, it's obvious that WWE uh, did an amazing job. Triple H did an amazing job with... Uh, I, I know we were kind of all skeptical, like, well, why is he you know, putting the show... T- taking a sh- uh, an event like Backlash as a premium live event and putting it in Puerto Rico, but brothers, I think it's clear now. Um. So with that being said, we saw a lot of matches, brother Brandon. You said you saw five six star matches, and I say five six star matches because that's like that Meltzer thing he likes to do. We all know what match stole the show. Well, we all may have a different opinion about it. So, w- what was your favorite match? Um. Of the night, what was the one? I, I it, it was quite a bit. What was the one that stood out to you the most, and and why? I'll just keep it simple. Of course, the bad buddy stood out to me the most. Um, okay, t- because, tell the people why. Because it had, it was entertainingly fun. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, him starting off with a missing local driver. Bad buddy said, "I'm here. I, I've been practicing. I got this." Y'all always talking about Logan Paul? No, y'all gonna talk about me now. I feel like I forgot Logan Paul, even though they wrestle in two different styles. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. Bro, I'm guilty, yo. I I I was all in the Bad Bunny train too until Logan Paul came along. But I was like, let, let yeah. me put some respect on Bad Bunny. That man showed up. And, Go ahead. I'm sorry. And the way that he just like he was selling like a Dolph Ziggler, almost like a um Chad Gable selling, but it was like I I felt every moment. I wanted. I felt like I was behind him the whole time. Everything that he did, I was just like, wow, why why am I so vested in this match? Like, and that was after you watched EO and Bianca. And mm-hmm. that was after you watched, you know, the um other one, Ms. Man. I'm like, but why am I so vested in this? Like, why why do I feel like I can't take my eyes off it? I don't want to get up and go to the back. I don't want to do anything but watch this match. So mm-hmm. that's really pulled me in. And I just couldn't believe that 
yes, we know Damian Priest is good. We know Bad Buddy is good. But seeing what the magic they could put on in the ring, and it was it wasn't a spot fest. It really no, it wasn't. wasn't. It, was, it was it had some spots in it that I think were perfectly timed and perfectly placed, and it mm-hmm. didn't stop. It didn't. Oh, forehead, let me a punch in the forehead. Didn't say, oh, let me talk trash. Oh, let right. me do that and talk trash. Nope, it was a good pacing of the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brian H, what was yes, your what, what, what was your favorite match of Backlash? What's what was the one that kind of caught your attention the most? Man, um, immediately Bianca and Io. Right, right out the gate, huh? Right out of the gate. Our only thing, like, if I had to complain, it would be the ending. I just didn't feel like. No, wait a minute now. The ending. Mm-hmm. What? Let me ask you this: What part of the ending kind of perturbed you the most? What What, what was the part that kind of threw if, it off for you? If Bailey and um, Dakota Kai wasn't gonna get knocked over or wasn't gonna get sent back, I just felt it just looked weird to me. And I'm just watching <laughs> EO get pinned, and that's literally me nitpicking. Um, but the energy in the building for EO. Uh, just unfreaking real, unreal. Show me something different yeah. about how the Puerto Rican crowd appreciates Japanese wrestlers. Um, who, who who knew? Right, exactly. And and I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, with Bianca. I mean, and she's. I mean, the day before four hundred rains, four hundred days. Uh, that was amazing. But just watching like her in that moment mm-hmm. go. Almost like okay, well, fine. I'll, I'll do some heelish tactics, bro. I'll, I'll start making heels face. Kind of reminds you of a match that happened, you know, the greatest WrestleMania match, WrestleMania eighteen. Hmm. You know, um, just hmm. <laughs> saw Brandon's hmm. face like, what did you just say? But uh, you know, just just the professionalism, right? And we've seen EO and Bianca do their mm-hmm. thing. You know, right. if you've been watching, like, if you watch them on NXT and. Then uh, shout out to Justin Rich. Um, I think it was Justin Luciendo remind me it was in reverse at the time where EO was the face and Bianca was the heel. So mm-hmm. we know Bianca can work a heel, you know. Right. Um, I, it's obviously it's too much money on the table right now, and that's what a lot of people wasn't probably don't understand. Uh, for what she means to little girls and what she understands what she means to little girls, like that's something like she she respects and appreciates the fact. That um, little girls look up to her, but overall, man, that match right there, just to watch them go at it, and it's like that's how you start the show. You you yeah. want to get somebody, you know, a, a crowd that hot, they waiting. They've been waiting for eighteen years, and man, did they come out the gate screaming? And I, I just thought real quick, SmackDown, just like I said earlier, just to get the party started. SmackDown did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, you definitely want your go-home show to kind of set you up for what's to come. And I think that's... I, listen, I wasn't even watching SmackDown. Okay. Right? I just... I kept hearing the buzz. Like, my phone was going off. Everybody kept saying, man, this crowd is hot. And I'm like, let me turn it on. And I mm. saw it. I didn't, I didn't realize they were even in Puerto Rico at the time. Oh, I was like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, shoot. I guess they are about to have this. You know, this is about to go down. But, um, yeah, man, it's, it's, I, I couldn't agree with you more. But, Brother Hugh... You, you got a chance to see the pay-per-view overall, although a premium live event, we got to use Sanex for old dogs. Uh, <laughs> what did you, what was your favorite right. part about the event or what was your favorite match uh, for this year's backlash in Puerto Rico? My favorite part of the event was uh, pretty much all the Puerto Ricans being shown love. Like Selena Vega. Okay. Man. Yeah. 
And I almost cried for her, man. Like, I love that for her. Like, she I, I was impressed with that for her. Definitely. She put on a great, a great match against uh, Rhea. I was she like, did. okay, all right. I was expecting the squash. I'm not going to lie, but like you said. Yeah, Chris, I was. Were, they, moment, were you, you know, expecting to see Alistair and, uh, Black in the crowd with her family? Good. I, did you, you, did you were you expecting to see Alistair Black in the, in the crowd with her family? Loki, yeah, looking for him. yeah, okay. I was looking for him. I was like, Do I see him. Where's Malachi? Yeah, I yeah. thought he'd be in the back. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, he, he in the back. Uh, yeah, I kept thinking, I was like, he's gonna be in the back. He ain't gonna run the risk of people posting been. him in the crowd. Yeah, mm-hmm. WWE wouldn't have shown him, but people would have been posting pictures. Bingo. Black, look, AEW star in WWE, he's ready to breach his contract and come yeah. back. <laughs> No, nah, but but um, starting all the rumors. No, nah, but it's it's it, but the main event should have been that uh, bad bunny match. Th- that was my next question for you, brothers. I was uh, a, a lot of people had a lot to say about that. I'm glad it's a great segue, brother Hugh. I told you this team's on fire. Um, a lot of people said like, well, wait a minute. Like I I'm not even gonna lie to you. I watched it and I was like, wait a minute, it's not the end of the night. There was yeah, I felt like that was it after that match. I said, oh, oh, wait a minute, there's more. It was like. I was relieved, like, oh wow, this, this show's not over. But I was like, who the heck wants to follow that? Uh, do you do you feel like Brian H that should have closed the show? Uh when I even before, like just knowing Bad Bunny is the biggest star, like biggest music star in the world, at least one of them, right? Yep. I was like automatically, yeah. Uh, you know, there's always talks about like Lawrence Taylor and um Bam Bam Bigelow closing WrestleMania eleven. And I'll admit, at nine years old, I didn't know, like, I didn't know the magnitude of Lawrence Taylor. Like, I didn't realize that until I got more into sports. Like, oh, wait, that was a huge deal. So it made sense. Right? Mm -hmm. I understand, from what I hear, rumor and innuendo, so we'll put that tag on it, was that Bad Bunny didn't want to close the show because he didn't want to divide the audience knowing that a lot of Puerto Ricans would be getting ready to watch the Canelo fight. Okay, and I'm like, all right, that makes sense. You know, that would mm. make sense if, if that's true. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, that's what I heard. That that's the reason why he that didn't close the show because he didn't want to, you know, divide the audience. And you know, but overall, I thought it should have. But then again, you know, Brock Lesnar and Cody, that's what you're gonna be building. You know, you've kind of built Monday Night Raw around that since WrestleMania, so it made sense for that to close the show. Yeah, I I probably agree. Like I said, I, I don't I don't you know I don't disagree. I was happy. I, it didn't like it didn't water down anything that followed it, but I de- it definitely was. I had a lot of fun watching that match, mm-hmm. even with all the shenanigans and interferences. I didn't know how it was going to kind of trans transpire, how it was going to go down, but yeah. the way that it did go down, I was like, man, this was really really good. And I I remember watching it and Carlito's music hit and I froze. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, wait, whose music is that? And I'm like, and I, I literally, it, it didn't hit me. And I was like, mm-hmm. holy crap, it's Carlito. He looked amazing. looked like a million bucks. Bruh. And um, man. Pop it, form before. I wasn't it, a big Carlito guy. <laughs> I, and a crazy part, I was. Like, I hated oh. Carlito at first. That's the thing. Like, I hated Carlito at first, but he was my guy. Like, I, I had a set of guys that was my next guys up. It was Jeff Hardy. It was Carlito. It was Shelton Benjamin, and eventually it was Elijah Burke. Like those are my guys. I was like these guys. Like I, you know, back back years ago, I was booking for WWE myself. Like that's how I felt. Like I was determined who was going to be up next. And um, Carlito and Shelton Benjamin and Randy Orton were kind of treading those waters together. Randy. Orton. Oh, okay. Oh, 
Okay. We lost them. They just like somebody just I just got like booted completely from the uh from the stream. You said Randy Orton. That's right. Yeah, but um, oh, that's that what it was? Mm-hmm. But but no, nah, he was he was like Carlito was was my guy. So I was happy to see him. And uh, I remember we saw that rumble appearance, and there was rumors of him being signed, and when they mm-hmm. didn't sign him, and so on and so forth. But man, to see him just it's still in the good graces of WWE, and it seems like in the appropriate setting, man, he had a, he had a great time. So I I mean Puerto Rico, shouts out to to just everything that they did for us, but also shout out to uh, they're not the only one that broke some records at Backlash. Mm-hmm. We got another record, gentlemen. That uh, Bianca Belair successfully defended her Raw Women's Championship against EO Sky, and now she is the longest reigning Raw Women's Champion of the modern era. That's right. She is now the longest reigning Raw Women's Champion of the modern era at 399 days as of post-backlash, surpassing Becky Lynch's previous record, which was what, 398. Gentlemen, what do you think about this uh, huge milestone, Brother Hugh, for Bianca Belair? I mean, this is something that we haven't seen in so long. And, and for, you know, I hate to like pull the black card, but for, <laughs> I mean, you got it. Like, you, you can't help but cheer. Like, you know, we, we talked about this before, man. We talked about this when it came to the uh, WWE hey, Championship. I, you hit it. That's exactly where I was gonna go, man. That's mm-hmm. exactly go where ahead. I was gonna go. Like, go there. Just glad, like that she was able to. But yeah, basically, just carry the company on her back. She's the next John. C- she's John Cena right now. Like, she really, she really is though. She's and it's it, like, it, like it, there's nobody else that can touch her right now. Here's what I knew I, she was anybody. John Cena. So it's like, hey, just salute to her. Here's what I knew she was John Cena, brother Hugh. When when the when the crowd got to the way that it did, and she handled it like a pro. I said, "Oh yeah, she's ready." Like she didn't she she like fed into it enough, but then like she still like by the time it was all done, they were cheering for her too. And I'm like, "Man, you got to be good in the ring to be able to do that." She wasn't frazzled. She didn't change what she did. Like Brian, did. she she said, "Okay, you want to be here? Fine." It was it was out of the birth of competition and out of the heart of a champion, and to uh you know see a young black woman you know successfully succeed. In that manner of this, it shows to me where the company, um, where they stand with her and how they have faith in her in regards to what she can provide being the women's champion, you know, as she kind of makes her way to uh, to back to SmackDown. So, definitely, Dude, do you know how happy my daughter is that she's on SmackDown? Oh, wow, now, now, <laughs> now, now, now why is that? Why is, what is it about SmackDown? Yep. Oh, because it's on a Friday, yeah, yep. there it is. <laughs> Yep, there she was it like, is. Oh yeah, she on SmackDown, you know. But um, yeah, Bianca, man, and one of the things like she talked about John Cena. They had a conversation at um, it's around it was summer. They had a. How are you doing? She looked fine. He said no. Like, how are you doing? And she was able to like vent to him and stuff. So it's like, you know. The perfect person for her to talk to. He's probably one of the few people in the world that understands what she's going through. Like, yeah. I think I told y'all when I was leaving San Antonio and um, I was uh, in the airport, man, people was like running up to her like, hey, Bianca, Bianca. She gets it. Her and yeah. Montez, right? And pe- mm-hmm. they, you know, and they wasn't being creepy, you know, but she understands who she is, where she is. She reminds me of Steph Curry. Steph wow, Curry. Really? Yeah, because 
I watched Steph Curry deal with the same stuff when uh they came to DC back in um the Fox Sports days. This is 2016. It was right after they won their first championship. Oh, okay, got and, it. And, and watch it like fans come up to him and you know, he just talk. But like just certain people just understand, like, okay, I have I'm a role model, I have this effect on people, and mm-hmm. it's my job to, you know, be nice, you know, and I've like at least I've seen it multiple times with her, uh just being you know, the big four player, you know. Um right. Shout out to her, you know, shout out to her parents. You know, you see the like the love and support that she has with her family and her husband. Uh Stephanie Hardy said earlier she wishes their show was on E versus uh it being on Hulu. Um yeah, but that's yeah, gonna yeah. be exciting. You know. So um, but yeah, to see her do 400 days, and this is again like people hate long title reigns. I'm loving them, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm loving them. All the titles ain't gotta have long reigns, but you know, her obviously Roman and Gunther, you know, this is fun, man. They look like I mean, champions. And I think that's what it was about at the end of the day, right? It was about Triple H mm-hmm. trying to put emphasis on who was holding the title, not just passing the title alone, like okay, well, now you're important because you you got it. It's making these uh, titles seem very, 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 um, very prestigious for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, definitely shout out to her. I, I, I don't mean no disrespect to Montez Ford. I just and I'm gonna leave it at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Well, <laughs> we gotta we gotta move on from backlash because after backlash, we uh we had Monday Night Raw. And we get the beginning of the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Now, we know Vince McMahon doesn't like tournaments, so I, I'm assuming Triple H did this on purpose just to piss him off. And I love every <laughs> last bit of it. We have a select group of superstars. Uh, I know a lot of people were confused with the selection of the superstars in regards to some of them were, you know, um, SmackDown guys. But I think, I, it, I guess, I don't know how they're doing it. It doesn't have to make sense. It's professional wrestling. But it, here, here's where we are. We have a new, we have a tournament that when we have to name a new WWE World Heavyweight Champion, mm-hmm. and and they introduced a field, and uh, we've already seen some matches and we had some results as it is. But first of all, let me ask you guys this, brother Brandon, what did you think of the list of superstars that they named for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship tournament? Let me just read it off for you, just to keep it, you know, keep it fresh in mind. We got AJ Styles, Edge, Rey Mysterio, Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley. Seamus O'Shanze, um, that's his old name, by the way, if you don't know who that is. Finn Balor, Cody Rhodes, The Miz, Shinsuke Nakamura, Seth freaking Rollins, and uh, Damian Priest. When you heard that, Phil, what was the first thing that came to your mind? Why are we doing triple threat matches? That was trying to kill some TV time. That's one. <laughs> but if you think about it, when is the when is Night of Champions? Uh, I don't know when is not a champion. I just know it's in. Is it in Saudi Arabia? Was it, was it, is it in Saudi Arabia or is it in Jeddah? It's a, no, I'm just saying when is it? It's the end of the month, right? End of the month. Mm-hmm. We got at least two more Raws before then, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying draw it out, but you could have had the first round, then the second round, then it ends right before because Triple H is about to do something different once Seth and Edge he going to relive that that rivalry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hate to say it, and I, I, as much as I hate, because he, who and 
you can AJ or Edge and Saudi, you gotta go with Edge. They probably requested him. So let's call it what it is. So when I first saw <laughs> it, I was probably requested him. That's true. I mean, truthfully, think about it. They that's where they get the money from it. Every time yeah. you, you see it, that's why certain stars come back for it because who's gonna the turn on that paycheck? But that's the Prince different. kicks that money out. Yep. And I was when I saw it, I said, Oh man, these are gonna be some great matches. So the 27th, thank you, Dylan. It's gonna be some great matches. And they were that triple threat match because I kept saying, all right, is Brock going to interfere so Cody can finish his story? Because Cody ran off at Backlash and was like, oh, look, I got the quick win. Yeah, yeah I beat the – you know you ain't, you can't beat Brock Lesnar like that. You knew that. So I was I was a little worried because I said, please, just let Seth win. Just let Seth win. But I was still kind of in the back of my mind reading for Shinsuke. You know what I mean? Because I was like, I kind of I kind of want – you see, he tried to build Shinsuke back up, but – we're going to push this in another program, which is fine. Then the second match, I felt like that was the, oh, okay. We're going to run back Finn and Seth. And when Finn Balor did that um, buckle ball, not the buckle ball, but he threw him in the apron, they referenced back their universal title match. I said, Triple H is going deep. The indie? He's getting he, He's all the feels. He said, oh, we're going to run this match back. Put it on commentary to remind the people that this – is not the first time these guys have wrestled because in the Vince McMahon era, we would act like this is the first time. Oh my God, it's a major match. We're gonna have you know Finn Balor and, but they have so much history together. That's why I said I feel like it was a little rushed, because we could have built that up that match up for next week, and mm-hmm. really put some substance behind it. I just hate when they do tournaments and then another one at the end, and I feel like it's always I want to say it cheapens it, but mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't have a chance to enjoy. The match as much now it's it's obvious to what you said they, they seem like they're on a time crunch just a little bit right mm-hmm. um with that being said brother hugh who's supposed to win this tournament that's right putting you on the spot like on the record who was supposed to win this tournament oh, man. <laughs> hey you, you know what i'm going i'm gonna boy you're edge now now it's yeah, a, a little bit. I have no reason I'm, I'm, for it. I just think for some reason that it... do you do you think that Edge brings credibility to the tournament because of his kind of history with the World Heavyweight Championship? He's one of the superstars that we kind of grossly associate um, with the, the that World Heavyweight Championship that made it important. Do you think that has a lot to do with why he's kind of involved? It like out of respect, like if the if anybody yeah. deserves to be in this tournament, it's got to be Edge. Oh man, <laughs> I, I and that's why it. I think it's gonna be them two in the final. And I mean, oh, 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 who's them two? You, you that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, he's freezing again. Edge and Seth Rollins. You guys want to see that again? I don't. I don't want to see it again. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I don't want to see it again. But I feel that's the way that we're going because this will be Edge 946 return. Got me now. That he said since he's come back. Yeah, yeah, you really. I don't want to see it. I'm, I, I don't want to see it. Exactly, exactly. I want to see Stephen I think, I think the one thing I noticed about this tournament, Brian, H, is there we that, go. You know, yeah, the one thing about this tournament that I noticed is that same thing. Triple H, this is his style of booking. He keeps even like we, we got a tournament, 
mm-hmm. and he's got a list of, list of names in this goddamn tournament. But yet he's like trying, he's still like continuing these stories in the midst of this. So we obviously see Cody Rhodes. It, it, we were all nervous for him to be in this tournament in the first place because we like, here we go, this consolation prize, and that's what everyone's mm-hmm. saying. And then Brock Lesnar interferes, causes him to not. And it's like, okay, they're they're clearly not done yet. Uh, how do you feel about? the direction that a lot of these guys can go based off this tournament that have nothing to do with winning. So, for instance, Cody Rhodes doesn't have a shot at winning is because Brock Lesnar kind of derailed his momentum. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you, you, when you look at Survivor Series, you look at uh, King of the Ring, the objective is literally solely based on who's going to win King of the Ring. Yep. Versus, versus in this situation where, sure, these guys are fighting for a title, but now, so, you know, we have a lot of disruptions. And, and one of the biggest disruptions is the Brock Lesnar c- coming back to hunt Cody Rhodes once again. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Triple approach to kind of having this this level of like depth in 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 a, in a tournament? You know, something that Vince McMahon notoriously hates, but man, here we are now. I, I like it. Um, one of the things, the reason why I think these are triple threat matches is so that you can build that title match for the next couple of weeks, okay. um, as opposed to. Oh, time mm-hmm. was quiet. And I ain't had to sneeze. Wow. As opposed to um, just, just show you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to just saying we're going to, um, you know, we're going to have finals or whatever, right? If you ain't going to mm-hmm. do the tournament in one night, I actually love it this way. You'll yeah. have, like, let's just say it's Seth and AJ, because that's my prediction, right? Right. So if it's Seth and AJ, boom, you're going to have these guys going at it, um, you know, back and forth on the mic. But then more I think about that, I'm starting to wonder, I'm like, wait a minute. Do we want to heal I mean, a face, face, or is, is AJ? A, yeah, AJ's a face. Um, so my dark horse, honestly, would be mm-hmm. Austin Theory, just for the simple fact that you can tee it up. Um, and and Triple H could be trolling everybody and say, "Uh huh, y'all thought y'all thought he was done. Y'all thought he was buried." Nope. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Cause Triple H be on one lately, bro. I'm yeah, like, ugh, it's tough to keep up with him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know. Uh, but then you you, you talk about the stories, right? Yep. You can you got a fresh matchup on SmackDown waiting to happen with Bobby and Sheamus just yep. because of the fact that those two guys like to fight, right? But then mm-hmm. you can always go back to Bobby and Austin Theory. Clearly, that's been, you know, it's still um unfinished business there. Yeah. And then um when I saw Edge, AJ Styles, and Ray Mysterio, first I was like, man, if AJ was in WWE doing a ruthless aggression there, that's your match right there. That is the that's a SmackDown. Oh, oh, whoa. That's the SmackDown Six. I was gonna say that. That's yeah, that's the SmackDown but, Six match, right? You know, you're talking, you're talking about that. a statement. Do we? But we forgot one thing. Sheamus is this his consolation prize for not getting the IC title? Like, I, I hope not. Well, see, that's not a I, consolation prize, though. But I see really, what you're saying. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I think Sheamus he's made it known he wants that Intercontinental title because he wants that to finish to be a Grand Slam. You know what I mean? Like, he's publicly saying that that's the title that he wants. And now it's on Raw, he can't get to it. Well, right. But see, now here's the mm. thing, right? What I look at is Finn Balor, all right, just 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 going off of like didn't take their shoulder, get their shoulders pinned. Uh, excuse me, not Finn Balor. Damian Priest, uh, Miz, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Sheamus, AJ Styles. None of them been pinned by the and Ray Mysterio, none of them been pinned by the tribal chief, right? So right. like to me, none of these people would seem like a consolation prize. So I think that if you did go in the 
Yeah, Sheamus, I agree. Bro, Sheamus could be a dark horse, you know. There I you do go. think it's like, yeah, this is Seth Rollins tournament to win. It's better than just handing him the title like Eric Bischoff did Triple H. Mm-hmm. But at the same non creative. <laughs> right. Yeah, we need a champion. <laughs> Take this belt. <laughs> and the thing is about it, it's like, yo, was he even like the top guy then? Like, I mean, he was, but like, nah, he he was like, on, he, like he was. I think he was. Uh, to me, he was a bigger star than anything else that was on SmackDown anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's the wrong. Yeah, that's the yeah. wrong question. Wrong question. Question was, was he like, was he slated as the number one contender for Lesnar? And then no. it was like, oh, it was, Lesnar's not here, so you don't have a chance. So we no, you know what it was? It was a it was a straight heel move on Eric Bischoff's. Like, oh, you're a heel. Okay. He like came yeah, out. Pissed, it to he just, right. Like he just pissed everybody off because he came out there with a briefcase and just gave it to him. Got you. Got you. They're like, oh, we don't need to make an explanation. Just give it to him. You're but a when I said consolation prize, I mean like because Sheamus didn't get it. He I know he what wrestled you mean. three hard three hardcore matches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was it was three. Ooh, like what do you do? Where's the payoff for him? And I I just hope that Sheamus doesn't. As much as I want to see AJ and Seth. I really feel like it's going to be uh, Seth and Edge. Brian H., who's supposed to win this match? Who's supposed to win this tournament? Who's supposed to? Who's supposed to? Like, you got to put, like, they like, Brian H., you're, you're the wrestling guy. Who's supposed to win this match? The one who's who gets the crowd going every time he stands out and they sing his song, Seth Rollins. Brother Brandon, do you disagree? Not at all, because because Seth gets talked about being the guy, and now he yeah. is the guy without the belt. Now he can be the guy with the belt and do what WWE needs in the absence of Roman. It writes and, itself almost. But here's the <laughs> kicker. Now you got now you got that question mark for next year Mania. Is it Seth or Roman or is it Cody and Roman? Yeah. I, because I, Seth keeps if Seth keeps coming back to Roman, I, I still ain't forget you. I still ain't mm-hmm. forget you. But him with that nice shiny belt, he can make some magic on Raw. I think it works that way if they don't touch each other. It's because Seth will always be on the same level of Roman because Roman's never beat him. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That so right it's like, alone. So it's like this forbidden. Like I know, I know, I can't get to you. So like you're not inferior. Like if Roman beats Roman beats Drew, Drew wins it. You know, it's like well, you know who's who's the type champion because actually you've never beat Roman. Roman's beat you every single time. You know what I mean? But you got a Seth. Now you can argue well, who's the top guy. It's because Seth's going to do all the legwork. He's going to do all the traveling. He's going to be the global ambassador for the brand. While Roman Reigns is just the money maker. You know, what he's I mean? going to be at the baseball games holding the belt. He's going to be at the the morning show wherever town they in with the belt. And he's and that's be- and that's what he's there to do. And and I think it's the perfect solution for him. Is because crazy he, suit on. we forgot the crazy suit. Yeah, I mean it's it just it makes sense to me. You know what I mean? And uh, I, somebody tweeted out and they said, I think sometimes the obvious choice is still the right choice. Yep. Are, are you guys in agreement with that? Yes. All the time. Okay, so that's what but it Seth, is. And the thing is, Seth got over by the... Cr- he didn't... He's still been Seth Rollins, even when he did the... He's an the anti-hero little, now. Yeah, he's supposed when he to be, came he, out he, was dancing. Gimmick. Yeah, this, yeah we, the crowd, we just started singing along and then it became a thing where like he just started playing into it because they wouldn't shut up. Yeah. And then it was like his outfit started getting more and more over the top to add to his character. His laugh, anything that he does, it's like oh. you just want to see him. You know, like mm-hmm. you, just, you imagine him on a poster for Monday Night Raw holding the belt over his shoulder. Now that Bianca's on um, SmackDown, mm-hmm. no discredit to uh, Rhea, Rhea. Mm-hmm. but 
Rhea's not at Bianca's level, not yet. She's not that star power as of yet. She's good in the ring, absolutely. But she's, I don't know if she's markable right now. She will be. She'll get on a poster. She'll be on there. But right now, you you can have Seth and Cody. Cody without the belt is still drawing. But Seth with that belt is going to be the guy. It's going to be Seth on Monday, Roman on Friday. They're just going to just print money. Just, I, I, I know we were all nervous about Miss McMahon's um, uh, involvement with creative. And I think he has a say so on a lot of things. But yeah, because yeah, usually every time I say that, Chump's name is like there's technical <laughs> yeah. difficulties everywhere. Yep. So th- thank you, Brian. That's what a good brother's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, man, I think he, I it's not it's not much you can say when you guys have you know, no pun intended, Brian. You work it down that way, it just <laughs> makes sense. But speaking of Southern Rollins, his wife returned mm-hmm. and she she brutally attacked Brian H's favorite women's wrestler of all time mm-hmm. and the lovely 47-year-old Trish Stratus. She's still mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Good lord. Yes. I say just some just some things just get better with age. Fine wine, just age gracefully. And um, I, I know it, there's always these rumor mills when somebody disappears and stuff like that, man. But how would you guys uh, feel about uh, Becky Lynch kind of returning to, to kind of restake her claim because the man is back? And and I've, I've I've said it before. I'm so glad that Trish gets to have this version of women wrestling run. Like she didn't get this run because she wasn't a part of this era. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the fact that she gets to be a part of this era of women's wrestling, like, like you know, I, f- I feel bad, for, I feel bad for Mickey James. Mickey James has, she's had this similar run in Impact. You know, what I mean, they're the ones that respected her over there, and you know, gave her this type of run where she gets to, you know, work with this young talent and and, and be a part of programs that actually matter, not just filling time. And I'm like, man, I'm glad, I'm so glad Trish gets it. Like, I didn't realize she was a full, like, she's back, like she got drafted. I'm like, so what? You just disappear for 20 years and come back out of retirement? This is what we're doing. Hey, like Beth Phoenix, you go out, you know, the ladies go out, they have some babies, get them old enough a little bit, and then, you know, go back and, and, and get in the ring. And that's the vibe that I'm getting. But um, are you guys excited for back in this? I, I saw something that you tweeted, Brian, where you was like, this is the Trish Strat or something. Like, you, you're finally, I'm, I'm noticing mm-hmm. you're finally accepting your woman. So let's just read this is Brian H's woman. He he wasn't feeling her this whole heel stuff. He wasn't buying it. Respectfully mm-hmm. so. Because, she, you know, it, it was... A different type of performance, but Brian Ace after this past Monday said, Oh no, nah, this is the Trish I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you how do you feel about where she is now versus where she was before and the opportunity for her and Becky Lynch to really put on a clinic? I mean, it's it doesn't get I don't think it gets any bigger than that. That's not a women's title match, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you talk this Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch, sheesh. And it was what's so good about it is Trish Stratus has evolved. Mm-hmm. She's doing what she couldn't do in the attitude era and the ruthless yeah. aggression era, and that is take the social media. She's on social, she's tweeting. They're they yep. going back and forth, and we know that's what Becky does well. We saw this with any few she's been a part of. She's always utilized, I guess you call it that third and a half wall, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited about that. It was just something about Trish, it just and maybe because I had got. I saw the other promo and I had to like just get used to this one now, but mm-hmm. it still felt like okay. I felt like okay, boom, the punchlines, the trolling. My first thought was like, see, y'all don't know, you don't trust Canadians when they call for music. We saw this with Kevin Owens. Wow. But then, then she came, she actually did, you know, she's like, wait a minute, people in the truck. And then you seen Becky, which I don't know if this was a work or not, but Becky mm-hmm. went in the back, like, yo, y'all cut me off. Like, what was what's up with that? You know what I mean? Um, that, that was funny though. Yeah. My thing is put the title on Trish before the year is out. 
That's all I want to see. It somebody don't have don't to have... My bad. Somebody don't want me to be great right now. Hey, listen. Yeah. And, and all, and listen to me. It's no the whistle ain't there no more, man. <laughs> man, I, I, I figured it out. I had to switch laptops. Oh, uh, listen. The mic is the mic is nice and clear. Mm-hmm. You good, man? First of all, we all everybody knows, brother. You the king of run-ins. But Brian H was just in the middle of him. Uh, him saying at the end of the year, he hopes that Trish gets an opportunity to. Uh, to um, yeah, I want to see her with the title. Have, have a quick run. And, and, oh, and you know, she agrees. She she posted um I forgot who she was talking to. Might have been Corey Graves, but you know, she said she wants she wants the, uh, the title. I think it'd be good. You know, quick, you know, quick run. I, I honestly would have rather. This may sound like blasphemy coming from me. I would have rather seen like her take it off Bianca, just on the simple fact like there's yeah. a um because uh, uh, they Bianca gets it back, boom, she just beat a legend. Um, okay, but. You know, whoever takes it from Rhea, you know, I don't see Rhea needing a, a 300 day reign herself. So we'll yeah. see. It's going to be fun regardless. I think she takes that SummerSlam, loses that Survivor Series. Brandon okay. already booked it. See, that's what he does. See, he's, see you yeah. think he's not paying attention. He's over there writing notes. Or he has his mind already she booked takes it. it. She takes to that Evolution too, because we got to get Evolution 2 this year. Hopefully. And then, she, then she drops it at Survivor Series. Yeah, you dropped it. It was it, it was a nugget we talked about on the Wrestling Run podcast party. We were like, yeah, what if they actually do it again? I, 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 I know Steph Hardy. Steph Hardy was talking about just having, just like letting, they have enough talent to do another women's pay-per-view. And it was like, you know what? You kind of, I, I didn't think about it, but I was like, you know what? You have a point. And we, we look at, up. see? And they're and, showcasing and they, all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't happy to see Dana Brooke when I said, at least she's doing something. And like. There you go. <laughs> Your last like, brother here. Just... I was. Dana I mean, I dropped the ball, yo. Dana was... dropped the ball in that promo. We know. Yeah, it just, yeah. Do you, you know yeah. who did that before? Who's that? Peyton Royce. It's on the oh, channel. I talked yeah. about it. You, yeah. you, you ask for an opportunity, and then yep. you get it, and then you she, say she broke up the iconics. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Putting the business on front street. First of all. Shout out to Sean Spears because that's the only thing she, he did right. She's my she's my favorite. But, he ain't a perfect ten, but no, his she life is. is a perfect ten. So good enough. But th- that's the thing, right? Like I'm like Dana, come on now. I was like, all right, you you know, I'm still here, buddy. And I'm like, bro, sweetheart, you don't have to be. So don't cut it out. <laughs> don't you know don't go too far. I felt bad. You don't have. I don't felt bad through. for Natalia because look, let me tell y'all something. I'm, I'm gonna break uh-huh. the fourth wall. I almost messed up. Uh oh. So for uh, WrestleMania, we was putting together a carousel for the ringer's um main handle. Mm-hmm. So they said, all right, yeah, get all the photos you took and put together the real, like put together like a carousel for all the interviews we did. I forgot we interviewed Dana Brooke. Oh, and boy. I was like, oh snap! I'm glad I ain't post this yet. Heel, <laughs> just the heel. And y'all know at one point she was like one of my favorites. Like I met her at um me and Corey, WrestleMania 33. Yeah. Got the photo with her. That joint was on my uh desk at the uh old Jizab for a minute. Mm-hmm. And um I was just like, oh, man, what happened? Like she's still in that same place, and it sucks because I felt bad for her because they took away what was good for her, which was the 24-7 title. And you can see, like, she was like really passionate about that, you know. But to make the second tier women's title. No, yeah. remember she was, was but she ain't gonna win it, <laughs> right? So, like all that young talent they got coming up, you think she like? So, <laughs> first of all, 
First of all, Z- Z- Zoe yeah, Starks. I was about to say Zoe, boy. Bro, Zoe Starks just showed up. And immediately, I said, oh, yeah, she belongs there. Her, her and I was hard on her. When she was in yeah, NXT, you were, I didn't. You was I was not, like, man. Was, she was the one that stood out to me the most at the Women's Rumble that I, you know, I, I knew. Yeah, her I remember seeing commercials, but I was like, I liked it when she did in the ring. Like she looked, I couldn't even tell if she yeah. was black or white. I was like, yo, I don't know who this ethnic girl is, but I said she. You forgot who our tag team partner was that she won the belts with, and that was an accident. Yeah, that too. You know what I mean? So it's like there's there's some history there, but, but you sometimes know, in 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 um, sometimes some people just don't work with NXT. Yeah, like Bray you, Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. To an extent, Rusev, you know, yeah, wasn't there at all. Yeah, sometimes um, just, they did, you know. She just, it seemed like she just got it, kind of, kind of. She like she been there for a while. Kind of mm-hmm. Damian Priest, kind of. Yeah, I know, I know yeah. he's a North American champion, but it's like you know his it was gimmick. A really, North American title. He was in the pool with it. He was like, he was like a part. First, he he debuted as like Punishment Martinez, and then he was like, let's do something a little more lighthearted, a little more party guy, and then he became the Archer of Infamy. Nobody knew what the heck that was, but um, yeah. and then he became the Damien and the priest. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> heck yeah, heck yeah, he was doing them both. Thanks a lot, Vince and uh, <laughs> Triple H took over and just—I mean, not not Vince. He he's named who should not be named because every time we name his name, we have technical difficulties. Right. Um. But yeah, man. Uh, I I think I, it, it's rough with all the. It's obvious with the influx of new talent that Triple H has blatantly introduced us to. Like I said, and I, I go back to that rumble. Anytime I know Triple H, I'm learning Triple H, I should say. Anytime he does that, I'm like, okay, he's trying to get us used to this new crop of young talent. No offense to the old talent. It's like, man, this business can be ugly sometimes. Either you got to piss or get off the pot, but not play play your role as a vet. But sometimes you got to take what you can get unless you can do something about it. But I'm a fan. That's not my job to do. But gentlemen, one last question as we wrap this up. We're going to wrap this up real quick. But what is next? We've had backlash. We have WrestleMania. We've had backlash. We have this WWE World Heavyweight Championship tournament. Um, if I had a dollar for every time I said that, we'd be like five dollars right now. But there's a lot that's going on. There's a lot to come. Apparently, Brock Lesnar has an issue with Cody Rhodes. Apparently, Zoe Starks has an issue with Nikki Cross. And there's a lot, of, a lot of other things going on. Uh, I, the the brand split will officially go into effect this week, I believe. Correct. And um, we're, we're moving into the, to the next era. So what is next? What do you guys want to see moving forward? I feel comfortable now with the Triple H dust settling because, you know, we were kind of on on edge a little bit about what's going on with creative and Vince. And I mean, uh, his he his name who shall not be named because every time we name it, we have technical difficulties, you know, and I'm starting to like relax a little bit. You feel me? Like I'm starting to be like, okay, I, I'm, I think we're good again. I think because at the backlash, I'm like, clearly he whose name should not be named because every time we name it, we have technical difficulties had nothing to do with it because it was that good of a show. Um, But it's like, you got to ask yourself, okay, cool. All right, trips, trips. You got my attention. You're doing a lot of good things. What is next? What would you guys like to see as we wrap this up? Brother Hugh, what would you like to see anything going forward as we kind of start the next season, the next chapter of uh, of professional wrestling in WWE for the most part. Tell the people. The people need to know what Brother Hugh feels and thinks about the situation. I need to see Dolph Ziggler. (laughs) 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 No. Did he even get drafted? No, he didn't. (laughs) Did he get drafted? (laughs) No, he didn't. 
Him and Bray didn't get drafted. <laughs> oh gosh. No, but, but all seriousness, um Oh man, <laughs> yo said yo said I need to see Dolph with a straight face though. Right, straight up. But uh I would love to see um AJ versus Roman. See what Oof, doing that's heavy. Hey man, I think that could be one hell of a match, and they'll tell one hell of a story. OC 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 versus the bloodline. I'm okay with hey, it. Hey, why not? See my guys, OG Gear Brothers versus the Usos. Ooh, count the that's, money. That's the first thing that jumped out to me when I saw the uh, the brand split, the rosters or whatnot. So I'm with you, it's brother. You, I like that. What about what about you, Brian H? What's next? What do you, what would you like to see next, man? Just new season, fresh start, new rosters, new shows. Triple H in charge. What's next? I want to see the Bloodline get their act together. I'm, I'm tired of this. We got some some ver- deep rooted issues. We need to get this solved. Solo, get in line. You know, need to realize who his brothers are. Mm, it's getting it's getting dramatic. So now, now, now we're at the with the therapy mm-hmm. point of that storyline. Like we had some highs, like it was started here, then it started escalating, then it got all the way to the top with the whole thing with Sami Zayn. Like that was the peak, and it was like, all right. As uh, as Dusty Rose, as Cody Rose says about his father, Dusty used to always say, "Look, man, you, you got you got to hop off one way before you can just so you can get to the next one." And I, and I know as much as people love the whole bloodline storyline and as hot as it was, it's like they got to move it forward. But uh, <laughs> Dylan Matt said it should have been me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, but yeah, so you, you want to see the bloodline get their act together because mm-hmm. I I kind of do too because I think they got some beefs to. I, I want them to move. That's on. what I was going to say because SmackDown loading up. Got they got they got some factions. Yeah. They um. Do. So 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 yeah, brother Brandon, talk to the people. What what do you want to see next? What's uh, next? Here we go. One, the tag team titles being split. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, thing, the second thing, I really want to see the summer of Seth. Okay. That's I think he I, owes. I think he owes his dad. Remember, he got hurt in fourteen. He never. Remember how long it took him to get back to that level? Yep. That's why I said we. I think he's at the point now. If all goes well, we could have, like, you. We we just had backlash without Roman. And it was great. Imagine Seth wow. Rollins as the fe- the feature of a pay per view. Now they could alternate. You know what I mean? They don't even have to be Big on the time. same screen. You know, and to have Seth and if SummerSlam is going, you think it'll be two nights this year? What? Right. SummerSlam? Huh? SummerSlam is usually one night, isn't it? Yeah, it's one night, Saturday. But remember, it two was days for my birthday. It, but remember, it was it was whispers about trying to make it as big as WrestleMania. <laughs> Yeah, but so, I don't see them doing two nights. Not yet. Maybe next year they would have. They would have told us by now. But I'm just saying. I think that you know he could book in one, Roman book in the other, but whatever, whichever way you want to go with it. But I really think I need to. I really want to see the summer of Seth, just to see. And of course, we got the players like Gunto and Raw. They making a big deal about him coming next week. He's about to start dominating something. Gunta. Hey, hey, coming to Raw too. Yeah, and the sure. All nah, be, nah, uh, I ain't yeah. worried about them. I'm talking. I'm worried about beer, beer making it. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely split them tag team titles up because we got enough tag teams. That... Who wins? Who wins the SmackDown Tag Team Championships? Who's first? Who's first right now? Come on, Mister Booker, man. Who wins them first? Yeah, you got to give it to the Street Profits because of the <laughs> thank you. I was gonna say, what, Brody? <laughs> Yo, what? I was like, bro, what's in that gummy gotta... chewing, bro? Only reason I'm saying it because it's she's. She's already out there, and now if Montez mm-hmm. has a belt, it's just going to add to the bring more eyes to the product. So right now, 
with the Fox and the um, what you call it, Fox mm-hmm. and then Endeavor. You got to mm-hmm. put some people out there that's going to bring some eyes in differently. Imagine them at a sporting event with both titles. Yeah, he don't look like her accessory. Yeah, like, no offense, we know oh, he's not. Like we I, as wrestle fans, you heard that? Yeah, yeah, I he, did. That's rough. He just went raw with it, like yeah, rough. Sheesh. Bro, it's just the truth. Like that's, we that's as that's wrestling fans is. know, but I, if I think you... that's the part that hurts the most, Brian H, because it is the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's definitely heel brain. It's like he's it he's like, a heel man. Yeah. Think about it. If somebody like you everybody always know about the mayor, the governor, the president. Yep. They don't know about their significant other because it's always off in the background, off to the side. Oh, mm-hmm. come pose for this picture. Now it'll be together. You know, oh both w- and you know the media will say WWE champions. Bianca Belair and Montez Ford, you know. And yeah, try to try to get But thank you, U.S. title is there with them too. You could swerve and give them that, but. You keep wanting to get it, man, a singles run, man. Golly, Brandon. Yeah, but was... I want to give them a singles run like the New Day where they don't break up. It's not enough of them, man. You need a third person. Who's the third street prophet? No, you don't need Bianca. a third street prophet. <laughs> Bianca, wow. She really is, though. <laughs> no, you don't need to just give Hey, hey Brandon, then we talk about this, Brandon? The renaming of the uh, world tag titles. One is the world tag team ta- yep. championship. World we had Universal. a whole conversation about that, man. I will yep. be, I will, I will be okay with that though. With WWE Universal Tag Team Championships. Yeah, Brian, is you what? 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 What do you think? I like it. I, I definitely it's, like it's that. It's different. I'm mm-hmm. okay with. I'm okay we with different, man. Go full fledged Universal. I've said the same about the women. I was about to say yep. women's too. Yep, women's Universal and women's World, and just I'm that okay way with that too. Brands. You know, but I, I'm still bothered that Rhea Ripley is the SmackDown Women's Champion on Raw, and Bianca is the Raw Women's Champion on SmackDown. And we, we just want to figure it out. That we, she definitely came out with the blue belt, like, "Hey, I'm here." The lineage. You usually, I would be nervous, brother Brandon, but like I said, I'm learning to trust Triple H. I I hope we get some new titles. I listen. Yeah, I I didn't know we was getting that one title before, but here we are. Who who hey, is go- that? It? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna do the, what we wanted to raw and um I mean universal and world they're gonna make one pink and one that evolution blue. Oh wow. I mean <laughs> and Brandon, go ahead both Why pink? Oh, no, they made I the just... NXT they made the NXT titles tie-dye, so <laughs> anything is possible. You got a point. Yeah, don't can't can't put nothing past them. But uh, real quick, did y'all see Hill Braun? Bro, I was about to you say who Braun? I was about to say who likes Hill Braun Braun Breaker. I love it. This, that's Damn. what he's supposed to be. Thank I tell you, you one thing, I like it more than I like basketball. That's my reason why I watch sports because it's all predetermined. You, I could have told you where this game was gonna go. Lakers was gonna get blown out, and then they go, <laughs> they get blown out. But he said it's all predetermined. It is, man. Sorry, but come on now. Think, How many times we've seen this happen in the Kobe Shaq years? You got to lead. You got to go on the road. You lose by 10, 15, then you go home and blow them out and move to the next round. Right. <laughs> They clearly watch Russell. It's the same reason with Cody Rose got to finish the story. Exactly. <laughs> and, and and like I said, they already tested it on Bianca Belair. Like I said, mm-hmm. she went she we she went from being disgraced from getting squashed at SummerSlam to be, being the longest reigning Raw Women's Champion. I'm, Triple H is like that's the payoff. So I'm I'm like so Cody Cody gonna have a year long story. He needs trust some, the uh, process. Just trust the process. I'm 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 I'm, I'm getting there. Have I not? Are we gonna take this pencil and be pointing? Don't worry, I got you. He he is he is really he is really revving up that 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 long form um long form storytelling. Yo, but, I can't wait for the Cody picture, the Cody bro, and Triple H picture. That's gonna be epic. I yep. it's gonna it's, it's gonna be on the documentary. Cody's gonna be crying. I, I just wish Cody man, 
this is where I want Triple H to be an authority figure, right? Uh huh. Because I want him to address what happened at AEW. He said, "Oh yeah," because you know, he, you know how he trolls. So, so, you like to throw sledgehammers at thrones, don't you? I li- oof. How do, you, <laughs> how do you how do you do that without Triple H turning heel? No, no, no. I think what he needs to do is in the ring call Cody down. Be like, "Hey, Cody, I got a special gift for you," and unveil the crap room. <laughs> like, that will be and genius. Just look at the crowd, and he was like, "Oh." You know, <laughs> I, I mean, Co- Cody does as it is. Hey, I've, I've been uh, everybody knows I made my home here for quite a bit in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Talking about being in Jacksonville. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> he's not shy about talking about his AEW days, which I respect. You know what I mean? Like, And I'm mm-hmm. glad they keep it in, re- especially when they announce, uh, what you call it, when they acknowledge other promotions, like with the Brody, with Brody Lee's son. I mm-hmm. was like, that was cool. It was like, you know, John Harper, yeah. known as, I was like, look at that. That's actually cool. That actually. Uh, Acknowledging yeah. other things, so I think Triple H is much more of a human than he whose name should not be named because every time we name, we have technical difficulties. You know, <laughs> he, he doesn't look at everything like it's a business. Some things I think is bigger than a business, and it's okay. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. Triple H kind of uh, embraces that probably more than uh, he whose name should not be named because every time we name it, we have technical difficulties. Um, but yeah, man, I, this is um. It's a great conversation as usual, gentlemen. We are looking forward to seeing what's next. But uh, for all those who are still watching and listening to us, you can follow us on all social media platforms at Wrestling Realm. Subscribe to Patreon, Twitch, and YouTube channels at the Wrestling Realm, patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm. And uh, gentlemen. Hold on one second. Got a mm-hmm. comment. Uh-oh. Uh, deciding on my first title might go after the NXT tag title because they are the cheapest. Anyway, will Cody beat Roman at SummerSlam? Um, the Bell King. It's all you, buddy. Yes, sir. So I'm going to give a hot take on that NXT belt real quick, so we can get off. Market. He has it's it. Not... Look at him. He has Ooh. the title. That thing's a beauty. It's not Look a at bad that thing. belt. It's a little smaller. Good. Um, it's of course stiff leather. If you watch Championship Culture from yesterday, I talk about the leather, but it is pretty decent. Removable side plates. But don't get the belt because it's cheaper because then you'll regret it because the one that you really want. Hold off until the one that you want is on sale because you, you buy a belt when it's cheaper when you have oh, I ain't got nothing else to do type thing. If it's your first belt, make sure you get the one that tells the story of why you want it. So this belt is pretty decent, but it is it is pretty small. So the center plate isn't that big. So even over the shoulder, it just looks a little small. And I don't think Cody's going to beat Roman at SummerSlam. But uh, tune in Tuesdays on uh, Championship Protocol. Championship Protocol. He threw the trying to be smooth. Listen, I was about, I was about to say though, I was, I was just about to be like, bro, that was that. I couldn't think of a better promo slash commercial than that. Just impromptu piece of the show, like, dude, that's exactly what you can get every Tuesday. Yeah, that was a uh, wonderful. Like, and look, look, you answered this question, man. So that's um, 8 p.m. There we go. Check them out. Yep. Yep, Tuesday, 8 p.m. I might uh, shift the show around. The next show might be about the NXT belts. I mean, I was about to say, but what what is the next show supposed to be about? I know we just we're kind of wrapping up doing logistics, but what is what is? Can you give us a hint on what the next uh, show is probably going to be about? I dropped the thing about what I want to see this year. Right, mm-hmm. two things. One of those are going to be on the show. Brian <laughs> mm. knows exactly what I'm talking about. So you know, and Dylan hit a spot on the head about. Some things renaming some things, so that's going to be on this Tuesday. That's going to be good about, about those titles and the story behind them because I own three of the modern era ones. 
um, all three of them, but it's a reason I have them. And I'm gonna gonna break them down because, like I said, the WWE belts they do their belts the best. Man, that was a quick. Oh, and they they do their best belts the best, and they have the best details. I don't know if y'all can see the X's on there. That was a big yeah. takeaway I took from last, uh, this week's show about mm-hmm. that. Just, you know, um, it, it is a validation of hearing you say that. <laughs> like, because, <laughs> of course, you could think, like, oh, duh. But, no, nah, like, the way you broke that down and saying, like, WWE does it the best. They obviously know their belts. So, yeah. And I uh, just realized I never took the blue tape off of this. Yeah, we saw it as you put us. Look at that. He's, uh, he's got so many titles laying around. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know if you can see this on the belt tip. That's what I was trying to show you. They have little details, and as the belts come out, I notice that they do different things with their leather. And mm-hmm. I'm not trying to think I'm sorry, but when the um the one that was retired when they unified them, damn it, I still, damn yeah. I still podcast this. listeners, that's where you need to tune in on. Yeah, but you can see, you, look yeah. at the um around the plates, see what they yeah. did with them. I had that belt, but not that one, but that one. <laughs> Brian, yeah. could, could we could we clip this part off and use it as a promo for uh? Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. I appreciate. But if y'all that. also if y'all watching on Spotify, because I make sure the video uh, version is uploaded, so y'all. Oh, can there like... you go. So I didn't even know they could do that on Spotify. I didn't know you could. Oh do yeah, it on Spotify. I'm just used to listening to it. Yeah, that's what we do. This doing. one does have a belt tip though, so they cover this one up. But the uh, the straps are a lot better. But these are just smaller belts, so definitely save your money for the one that you really want. Because mm-hmm. if you want the belt today, you'll want it tomorrow. So just hold on, and then you'll. I'm being truthful, like that's a smooth line. Hey, hey, Alan, hey, go ahead, Brandon. You got it. <laughs> he uh, said, hey, 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 Brandon, you got it. Tune in on Tuesdays, the championship culture, where we talk about every belt story. Speak, speaking of championship culture, so you 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 went down a rabbit hole. So now I'm down there too. Question: um, <laughs> When he, are you going to do a show about the modern? Um, the the uh, signature series titles, and just kind of your overall aspect because I I noticed that Justin Rich had a uh, he had the uh, Brock Lesnar undisputed championship, and, mm-hmm. and I saw it and I was like oh wow I, and he was like you know let's let's see you break this one down and I was like oh man I'm intrigued and I was like man uh, I guess it got me itchy and kind of curious like man I wonder if you're gonna do a show about that whole <laughs> signature series and you know the one you know they, they do got one for Kane um, brother Hugh so yeah, just, no, I, I saw that that boy. yeah okay I just, yeah I figured you know. <laughs> But uh, do do you have do you plan on doing a show if, about talking about that? I did. Well, when Justin hit me up, I'm probably going to go live with him so we can break okay. it down. Um, a championship culture, you know, one of the championship lives or a championship yeah. reel. Um, okay. going to work out the logistics. An actual show dedicated to it, I can make that happen. And when <laughs> I, I can make that happen, I was thinking about it because they keep coming out with them and. Mm-hmm. It's more to the straps and easy out. Like I was just talking to Brian um, mm-hmm. about the Snoop Dogg belt, and I pointed out something that he didn't notice. So there are a lot of little nuances to them. They can do a lot of different things. Like people don't even know in the Ric Flair series, and here's a quick cut. It has him saying "woo" on the side of one of the belts. Like it's his face yeah. engraved saying "woo," and I was like, "Oh, that's neat." So yeah, it's it's coming. It's um, I think we got about ten episodes already worked out. Ooh. So I can always shift some things around and. At that, but I will be look out for that. Being Justin, probably gonna, in the words of Brian H. Ward, to break that down. But I'm interested Out in his story. Break it down. <laughs> Remember that? I'm interested in his story. Yes, Remember sir. That, Brian? 
Shout out to Justin. He just launched his YouTube channel. He did a backlash review. He did. Congrats to him. I noticed that. I saw it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It, uh, That's real I, good. I, I watched it. So I can um, subscribe and follow him so that way I'll get the notification so I don't miss a chance of him going live or posting anything. Look at that, bro. <laughs> what and, was uh, that? I missed it. Who was that? Big Braun. Oh, I think I got... Did I have a feed? Yeah, I got the Christmas one with the feed. He got uh, some peanut butter out. Bro, oh yeah, he did. He did. He got his protein peanut butter out. Yeah, he got the protein yeah. peanut butter. It's not, you know, it ain't the healthiest thing for me, but uh, you know, man, I like it a lot. He just sounds you know, like a monster. <laughs> I just realized I do have a Cody monster, man. I got, you got a what? New Japan pop. I just I, I forgot. All oh about yeah, it. yep. I took him and Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. I got that in the box. Too much stuff, bro. Yeah, too many toys. <laughs> no, no. I, hey, look, man. There's no such thing as that. There's no such thing as too many toys. Okay, let's get that. <laughs> let's get that straight. You can never let's get ever, that straight. No, there's no never. such thing as too many toys. This is the suplex as we leave. Look at that. I got a beef with them. <laughs> that Holy is like cow! Is, look at that one. Mine is kind of far away. I can't get to it. It's that is the far. wrong Undertaker clothing for WrestleMania Nine. Oh my! He would gosh, know. Bro. That's, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sitting like, oh, that thing is lovely. And he worried about the attire because it's from rest, supposed to be from no, WrestleMania line. Because he had on gray. Now this stuff. one's cool though, because the hair comes over the face. But I'm like, how did y'all put the wrong? Like, come on now! Don't ever say nothing to me about a belt. Pop King. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's the oh, thing man. about Brandon. I would say usually when the Belt King disappears and he goes down that rabbit hole, right? He's got a museum. You see yours though, right? I do it's right there, it's right behind me. And I thought I'm like, wait a minute, where's everybody else's at? And the brother he threw his over the shoulder. <laughs> I said, Oh shoot. Huh? Both belts, two mm-hmm. belts, back two belts. Is that accurate? Wow. Ooh. Yeah, it looks like it. I see this is the feed when I had the Special glow in the dark one. I know Dwayne probably was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." I do remember that. Look at that, the Christmas one. Mm-mm-mm. Well, listen, me, let's 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 wrap this up for the few, for the the, uh, the listeners. Be like, dude, when did this turn into the Russell Rum Collectors Corner? Just... <laughs> that's a show. Hey, <laughs> right, that's a right. Show. right. Here we go. We we'll have to do a special show. Uh, the Russell oh, Rum no, Collectors we... Corner. You got. Look, the, you got. He's gone action, again. He's, oh, hold, hold up. He's gone bro, again. What? I got. No, no. Because you know what? I went through. I went through the whole. It's show about to be about, a match. It's about to be a match this. after the show right now. Look at that. Oh, oh you finally man. got it. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. That, Somebody that. actually put. Yeah. Wutaj eighty four says it. Uh, too bad they didn't do a Jericho. No, I didn't have a Jericho reference in this show, but um, that was probably. My but Wutaj said before. they didn't have a Jericho signature undisputed title. But he never wore that wow. title though. Yeah. No, he would probably have an Intercontinental if anything else. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Yeah, he probably had that because nothing, not even the world's. Because when you think about Jericho, you always think about the Intercontinental. Even though I was a fan of uh, suit Jericho with the world big gold. I was, I was a fan of that one. I, I was okay with that. But ladies and gentlemen, that was a preview of our new upcoming show called Wrestling Realm, The Collector's Corner, where we discuss all of our favorite collectible items, including championship belts, action figures, pops, and much more. It's like no. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> quick promo. We can Listen, go downstairs and have a whole pop conversation. Man, what? Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you listening. Catch us next time. Peace. We out. We have a problem. Yes!